Wondrous Realms Podcast Group presents The Realms of Omnia. listening to Wondrous Realms Podcast. This is Sierra, your Dungeon Master for the Realms of Omnia, and it's been three weeks, so we're excited to have everybody here. This is the big, big group with seven players. We also have a baby here with us tonight, and he's adorable, and his name is Q, so if you hear the noise of children, or if something happens and someone has to run off, do not be alarmed. No children were harmed in the making of this Dungeons and Dragons session. Okay. real children, that is. <laughs> right, right. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. I did kind of forget. Uh, speaking of which, where we last left off, all of the villagers have been taken hostage by a group of orcs slash goblins. Um, the group had kind of recruited Lurbuck to be their ally and defeated the goblins. However... might have been a bitch. However... <laughs> When Lurbuck was finally reunited with his beloved Narg, she had just whacked Derek Darkstrider on the back of the head and told Lurbuck, good job, making everyone very pissed off. Uh, The villagers are still in the cave. Uh, Most of them are safe, at least for the time being, though some probably require medical attention, especially the butcher. He's hurting pretty bad. Um... Oh my god, I should have really... I, I listened to my session, but then I already forgot what I named the butcher last I time. I have it. Hold on. In like a spur of the moment decision. Yeah, was it Jonathan? I think it was Jonathan. That's Jonathan the butcher. Jonathan Me the when butcher. I do my reading for class two hours before. Is, is his last name Joestar? No. It's Jojo. It's Wick. No. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Wick cannon is on you. Well, you're next. Bobby, you to do what you do best, Jonathan. Hunt. What's that? Butcher. No, yeah. no, fuck him. We don't care about him anymore. Yeah, that guy's a bitch. Um, not not the butcher, just in universe John Wick stuff. Um, anyway, this has been a bit of a mess of a start. We're all just very excited. I'm very tired due to Benadryl and a lack of sleep last night, but thank you all for joining me this evening. And so, yeah, we left off, and Narg said, "Good job, Lurbuck." And on that note, we will pick up right there. Uh, did anyone have an immediate reaction they wanted to get out of the way before no, I, mean, I continue? Did we, did we all hear her say... Everyone that, had kind of rushed out, out for the most part. If you did not go follow, like, Lupa and, um, Fair Grace and everyone, like, please notify what? me now. I, but I was pretty sure the, the whole group kind of ran off because was... Lupa had alerted them and Tretha had spoken with Lupa. Yeah. And kind of been like, oh shit, like this is this is a trap. Yeah. So right before uh, right before Derek got hit on the back of the head and Narg announced like yes. good job, Lurbuck. Um, yeah. So Dark Strider, yeah. I would like you to make a wisdom saving throw for me, please, since you just took a pretty big hit to the back of the head. Twenty two. Damn. Well, you are in control. I will 
say that um, if anything, your head feels a bit quieter than it normally does since you've got above a 20. It's, it's almost like you would have expected Bitch to say something there. However, she's not really talking to you right now. Um, I'm not going to rule that you're like unconscious, but it's taking you a minute to get up, basically. So just kind of roleplay that out for me, if you will. Like, you Definitely. don't have, you're not knocked to zero or anything. You just got a pretty good wall up on the back of your head that I'm going to say pretty much knocked you prone. Um, in which you could spend some movement to get up, but ah, no, one's in, no one's in initiative at the moment. Uh, Narg just has a really big, nasty smile on her face. Her her tusks are really yellow and gross. Um, She's a gingivitis bitch. She, <laughs> gingivitis ass bitch. Her, hair, her hair's a little ratty. It's got some twigs and stuff kind of tangled in it. It looks like a bird may be living there. Um... Nasty. Yeah, she's a, little, she's a little she's a little grody. She <laughs> like I'm dirty. She's oh, obviously no. not restrained. It does not look like she has been in captivity. She's a rather large orc woman. Is, is she the only one there? Um you can make a perception check Uh-oh. for me. That sounds great. Ooh, ooh. Big ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's a nap. No, you're gonna hold my hand, not my dice. You are just staring at this very large woman. Um, you don't know whether to be afraid or appalled or confused as to why Lurbuck was so excited to get her back. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna draw my short sword. I'm she going, much like on? she much like Lurbuck has a similar type of armor in the sense that the pieces are all very ill fitting and none of them seem to match. She has like a mainly leather kind of tunic. It's not really a breast like plate of anything. It's weird. Um, then she's got like you know a metal shoulder cover thing. I don't know the technical term. Oh, okay. I'm but... sorry. He pushed the button and like, the chair went up and he was like, <gasps> <laughs> What was the word though? Pauldron. A pauldron? Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, so she's got like a big no. metal pauldron. That part actually seems to fit her pretty well. She probably took out a rather large soldier, it looks like, and was able to obtain some of his armor. The other pieces are all dented. Some are a bit rusty. You can tell she doesn't take care of her armor. Lurbuck is very much the same way. It's scraps put together from conquests and that they've stolen off of people they've murdered, probably. Uh, in fact, most of them are covered in blood. So they sure look like a match made in heaven right now. And you said, what's... I said, what's going on here? Lurbuck, is this your lady? It Narg! Narg! Azutazu bring you back to Lurbuck! Okay. So Thank you, Azutazu! Okay, okay. There's still hope for him yet. There's still hope! Well, she's, uh, she's quite the What Azutazu? Azutazu is my god! Uh, our god! Would you like to join me? Okay. You're, um... She just hit... All Derek. can be saved under the light of a zoo to zoo. I mean, someone was bound to do it eventually. Will somebody shoot this bitch already? Shh! I've got this taken care of. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she chops off your head. 
Dice rolling. Never mind, that's a bad roll. I take back everything. Does an 18 hit? Oh, yes. That is. She's gonna hit you for six bludgeoning damage, Dark Strider. She she did not like that you you said to shoot her, and so she's just gonna kind of. It's not like a big. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's teeing off kind of swing. It's more of just a whack on the head, I like a whack a mole. Saved. Yep, like a whack a mole. Uh, Narg, Narg. No, no, please, please listen to me. Please listen to me. Uh, um, Lord Buck and I have been talking, and he has great faith that Azuzu is the one who brought you back to us. And I, when you say that, yeah, Lurbuck's kind of kind of scratch his head. He spits on the ground like one of those. Ugh. Yep, real nasty. But, but Narg, these are friends. You are safe. And she's just gonna look at him and say, Lurbuck, you really stupid. Oh, fuck. Lurbuck, I think, I think Narg isn't who you think she is. But, but all Lurbuck want is Narg back. Narg! And she is just laughing in his face. Um, and on that note, she, um, what would she do on that? Oh no. What am I gonna do? Gonna I wasn't roll. expecting this. I'm gonna roll a die. I'm freaking out. out. Is that Tyler or is that a- Yes. This is both. It's, it's, it's just, just okay. yes. Oh my god, she's counting! Oh my yes. god, she's counting! What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? On that note, Nar is... She's gonna actually go over to you and kind of pick you up, Halcarin. You can try to make a dexterity saving throw to try to, like, evade her grasp. Like, acrobatics or just by the dex? I said a dex saving throw. Oh, dex saving, sorry. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, can I cast Charm Person on her? That's a 16. A 16? Alright, let me see what she does real quick. Alright, you are able to kind of duck under her hands and she's kind of just swiping at air trying to get you. At that um, point, I'm gonna like start brandishing, I'm gonna like in my left hand, I'm gonna start like causing it to spark up like I'm gonna throw in the bolt setter. Okay, a lot of people are like getting okay. ready to do uh, things. I cast Charm Person on her to. Uh, to just try to calm her down and get her to see reason, at least for like 10 seconds. I mean, you can try to. Okay, I'm gonna try. Casting, uh, Charm Person. Um, she has to make a wisdom saving throw of 13 or higher. Wisdom, huh? Wisdom, yeah. Mm. <laughs> too bad. Shit. Please do God. She succeeded. Narg! What did you try to say to her? Is, is it somatic? Is it verbal? Like, what are the... Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a verbal and somatic component. I'm just going to uh, try to say, be calm. Whoa, take it easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I will be calm. 
When you are dead. And roll for initiative. Yay! Yes. And I just used my last fucking spell slot. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, yeah, oh. I'm like hurting, actually. Oh. I mean, I'm fine, but... Okay. I am physically fine, but... I'm like jacked yeah, on all my fucking spells. Um, yeah, I should have a plus. Yeah, so you're just plus. I'm glad I rolled my red hat all about it. It doesn't really matter. Tips dice are doing pretty good so far. Not their tips. Not the song anymore. Trade this or anything? I'm gonna roll again for the rest of the night. Well, I'll take it. Rolling Stoltis' old dice. I was hitting low, like, threes and fours constantly. Is it itchy? Nope. I'm looking for the right song. I'll hook up your phone to the the Marshall. Like his skin color is a little cloth. Here, did you want to hook it up to? Um, I can try to. Yeah, is there? I'd have to take my case off real quick, but it's no biggie. Okay. Sorry for the technical difficulties, y'all. That's okay. So Tip will be supplying music to me. <laughs> there we go. No, you wear hats, you don't put food in your hair. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that, but like newer. I'm like, right back yeah. as now muffin covered hat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Tretha, what was your initiative? It's okay. I have to watch uh, it. Unnatural 20. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to be unnatural in this case. Uh, you would normally specify that, but for initiative, a 20 is just 20. a 20. Yeah, so. one, yeah. Okay. Um, Sarah Grace. Little 5. Calvary. 14. So, we'll make the 
this little gate, like this little section right here, the cave. Okay. That little orange set of four squares. So all your peeps are in there, you know, all your... Where's my bag of peeps? Oh, it's not the table, I think. Okay. Here, that's I need the bag over. Alright. Leave the lead one for your... Okay. I'm gonna make... Oh, it's okay. Nard is the whole... We're getting like resistance. Yeah, let's buy a tree. Oh, that's right, you're Katara. Oh, 
And you said that was for eight? I apologize. Okay. Okay, you are able to try to punch her. Nat 20. Okay, that's nice. obviously gonna hit. Roll for damage. sword and then you go and you punch her she goes and kind of takes a step back like she wasn't expecting it to hurt as much as it did considering you're a much smaller individual than she is um so it's almost like uh she's been underestimating you and is very surprised at your power on that note on that note lupa who had been kind of punched down and burying her, her teeth, starts barking, and like her attention is very fixated in another direction. Oh no! So she goes, Woo! Yeah, Woo! I figured there'd be some other dudes. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> so like <yeah>. Snoopy. <laughs> Getting, yes, very aggressive, like. That's my parents' dog, by the way. Her. <laughs> That's some kind of like. Fixated. She's fixated on a point like behind Narg, like further out. So. That is. What she does for her action. Um, now, sorry, there's a lot of people. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then actually, when that happens, you will hear Narg shout back, and, and she'll go, The whistle means now! <laughs> <laughs> um, you hear kind of the shuffling of feet and like the clinking of plate together. Um, and she'll kind of bark her orders and she'll go, Schluck! Derg! Hey. Bob! Did, did she set two traps <laughs> That's true. Bob. Yup, and so she's kind of shouting back at the guys. And Lurbuck goes, Narg! He looks very distraught. Um. And on that note, they're gonna come into view, so I've gotta put some minis on the map. Okay. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> 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 Shola, yeah. Oh fuck! Oh, Sorry. Okay. 
13? Yeah. He misses! Oh. No, 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 he, no, that's he rolled an unnatural 21 to hit. Oh. The 13 was the damage. Yeah. What did he roll to hit? A 21. <laughs> I'm sorry. He was so excited to yeah. so just shattered. He missed! Yeah, that's good. It's like when someone throws a boomerang in the bag, it's like, ha, ah, you missed! Boom! <laughs> what do you say, Zuko and Sokka? Who's Black Lightning? Me. Alright, that guy's gonna try to hit Black Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it actually makes sense for my character, too, because I shoot like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> Love that. So I picked it. Oh, yeah, I figured you would be. I'm gonna guess the 23 hits. What? I'm gonna guess the 23 hits. Jesus Christ! What do they eat? Frosted Mega Wheats? They're gonna hit you for 10 slashing damage. They bitches. And then the third one is gonna try to hit Lurbuck. Hey, leave Lurbuck out of this. Yeah, you bastards, he's my acolyte. So he swipes at Lurbuck. Miss, God damn it, miss. He does hit. So he's gonna like dig his axe into Lurbuck. Lurbuck is gonna yell and pain. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna take quite a bit of damage here. Oh, Lurbuck, no! I just got you as my acolyte! Don't deserve this! He can see us one of tears at Nickel. Okay. So that is all three of their actions. So now you guys know that Narg was not alone. She's working with the group. Lurbuck appears to have been betrayed. And on that note, it is Cholda's turn. Okay. So. See, this is why I like the, the minis on the map because it yeah. does help if there's an attack of opportunity. It helps if there's right. a line of sight issue or knowing how close people are together if um, spellcaster wants to cast a spell. I, that's been my issue this whole time because I don't want to hurt any of the people that are We're usually able to kind of keep track in our heads, and I like that. However, with this many people, we really needed a physical representation. So I will be continuing to use these and I will be bringing more clicks to choose from that may better suit your characters if you don't have the money or time to get a mini right now. If you want to invest in a mini to use, you are more than welcome to use it. That's up to you and I'm not going to be upset. So, Alright. I think I'm going to stay where I am and just take out rather than risk getting hit again. Yeah. I'm going to aim for Narg okay. and I'm going to cast uh, Guiding Bolt. Alright. At second level, because that's the only spell slots I have available at this point. And I'm going to yell to Lorbuck, You see? They're heretics, Lorbuck! We must strike them down! Oh, jeez, alright. Okay, so. Probably could have gone with a different song, but. I like it. Anything Witcher related is just like. Yeah. <laughs> I love this song. I don't know if it's the, the song I would have chosen for Narg, but we're, we're rolling no, it's with cool. it. I like it's it. just a mental note for me when I listen back to this later. Like, oh, okay, that's good. This is good. Okay, so that's so that's a twenty-four to hit. Narg. Yeah, on Narg. Okay. Yeah. 
She's glowing. She's even kind of like hitting herself, trying to get it to stop. By the power of Azuzu, I smite thee! And then it is Fair Grace's turn. Okay, so. Actually, I lied. I'm sorry. It's technically Lurbuck's turn. I misread okay. that. So. See, there's so much going on here right now. Yeah, there's yeah. just a lot. Um, the heretics, damn it! So, Lurbuck. I know, right? She's got, he's got to strike those heretics. He goes right. to, Lurbuck goes to swing, and he swings at the the orc that was that hit him, that was attacking him. Yes, Good. He Good. does unfortunately miss. No, uh, Lurbuck. Probably due to the fact that he just took an axe to the back. That oh. really so he, Yeah, he yeah, like turned around, literally. which rips the axe out of his back. He's kind of swaying oh. a little bit as he does it. Um, and yeah, he swings and he misses at the one guy. Yeah. But that time he doesn't. He kind of gets, you know, his his grip tightens, and he kind of steadies his feet so he stops swaying, and he jabs his axe into, um, into which one was it? Durg. Yes. So he he hits Durg, and it's gonna be oh, a decent roll. Okay, so he hits Durg. Sorry, I gotta write all their HP here real quick. Okay, so Durg takes a pretty good hit to the gut. Uh, it's not a fatal wound, but he is doubled over a little bit. 
as he as he gets hit by this axe, he probably had been kind of pointing and laughing at Murbuck, who missed with the first attack. So he's definitely bent over and he's hurting. Now it's their Grace's turn. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna use Bane. Um, so since I'm using it at spell slot second level or higher, I can target four creatures of my choice, so I'm going to target all the orcs except for Lurbuck. Okay. Um, and they must make Christmas saving throws. They have to have saved it at a 12. Okay. Um, whoever save, fails the throw, uh, when they make an attack roll or save and throw before the spell ends, the duration of a minute, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number of rolls from the attack roll or save and throw. Okay. I'm going to make the throws and then you're going to repeat yeah. that to me yeah, because my brain... You're good. And it's a saving throw, you said? Yeah, it's a saving throw as well. Okay. Narg is gonna fail. Okay. Schlock is gonna succeed. Okay. Schlock is gonna be the one that attacked him. Um, Bob failed as well. So, um, so Durg and yeah, so Durg and Bob and um, Narg all fail. Okay. The only one who succeeded okay. was Schlock, so, who was attacking Tilda. So. Okay. So basically, whenever they make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, um, they have to roll a d4 and subtract that number from, from their roll. Okay. How long does the spell last for? One minute. Oh, okay, that's the next ten rounds. That's a pretty good spell cast. Okay, so and then... I'm also going to dismount Lupa. Okay. So why Lupa, Lupa, you can tell that Lupa had kind of given up her last action because she didn't want to yeah. run off with you on her back. Fair enough. So, um, so basically I Oh, good. So, I'll let, yeah, I'll let you dismount her, like, as a bonus action, you know. Oh, okay, um, no problem. She will kind of come around your side, and she's almost in front of you in a way, still crouched over, is being very protective of you. Her ears are flat, and she's like snarling, there's drool pouring down, she's very aggressive. Like, like, protect, like the females protect the males' like throats or whatever. Oh, I have the so Okay, and on that note, Darkstrider, you get a turn, my dude! That is a great idea. Man. Yeah, though honestly, none of them really even looked at you while you were on the ground, though. Like, you were kind of obscured from their view. They're all big and dumb. You know what, Narg? We've really been a lot of work for you. So I'm not going to take it easy on you. And I'm going to invoke Crimson Right. Okay, what does that do? It's a bonus action to a dual weapon with extra damage. Of my chosen type based on my level. Okay. I take I take damage equal to and reduce my max HP by four since that's my level until okay. break phase. Break damage is magical and lasts until you drop or throw the weapon or complete a rest. Okay, okay that up. sounds cool. So that's a bonus action. So you do that. And it doesn't require like a physical action, but uh, you I'd want be, to. I'd, I'd be like. <laughs> Like lightsaber almost, like yeah, just like kind of unsheath it. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, run my hand through it. Absolutely allowed. 
So like if you run your hand through it, does that mean it's like cutting your palm a little bit? Yeah. So it's almost like a like a blood ritual in a way, yeah. which you're a blood hunter, that's cool. That I dig that. Yeah. I dig that aesthetic. Very well done. Yeah. I like it. Alright. I'm gonna give you some inspiration for that too, because so I really like the woo! the imagination on how to cast the ritual even though you don't have to. I dig it. So make yeah, sure so you get that. Oh, sweet. I had no idea. I've never used it. Oh, I've heard so many times. Cool. Awesome. Divine Theory. Yeah. 16. Okay. That will hit. Okay. If you're, you were going after Nard, right? Yes. Yes, that will hit Nard. Okay. So. Also, remember you get advantage because of Tyler's spell. That's right. <laughs> we'll stick with the first one. Yes. Well, the first one did hit, so you're fine. Yes. He's being pretty good. Okay. And what type of damage was it? You said it's magical? Okay. She kind of hisses. As you as you hit her with this, she uh, kind of throws her arms up to shield herself from it. And you said it was for nine. Yes. All right. So she did that, and that's your turn then. Yes. Okay, that brings us back to the top, which makes it kitten's turn. All right. I will go to attack my sword again. Okay. Are you going after Nard again? That will hit. Six damage. Okay. Twenty-one. That will hit. Five. Okay. You'll hit her. Um, she's still glowing purple. It just seems that everyone is hitting her right on the money. This light is just illuminating from her. Um, she just took this like magical damage, so she's hissing back from this. She isn't really able to properly defend herself as you slash her with your sword and crack your whip in. Um, I will say that brings her down to a knee. Uh, it almost like she's just been taken aback. And she's trying to steady herself at the moment, so. Yeah, I'll attempt to 
Uh, they also seven. Seventeen. Does end up. You're still making an attack. So yes. How long does the spell last, Chola? One round. So he hasn't. They have not gone yet. Therefore, um, it is still active. So you do get advantage. Okay. Twenty-four. Technically, that's on my next turn. Yeah, yeah, that's what we had established. So. Sorry, I'm doing maths here. Everyone hit. Can you tell me your damage? Seven. Okay. Four. Okay. Oh, you guys are probably a little off. Okay. Well. Oh, that's a big one. All right. So she's trying to get away from you guys. She's obviously hurt. Um... This enables everyone who was near her to kind of lunge out really quickly as she's trying to run away. She's taking a lot of damage at once. At this point, she's actually, I'm going to say, kind of crawling away. And who's after? Yeah, so she's... Oh, and she would go, like, her full movement, too, so I need to make sure I did that. Yeah, she can actually go. I'm going to go this way so she can use more still got to um, go. Yes. So she's kind of running off here. Yeah. That's she runs, like, she's crawling. She kind of crawls her way through the crowd here. Um, that is her turn because she, I mean, her action was to run off basically and disengage as an action. So she took off from that. On that note, it is Traitha's turn. Yeah, so I'm going to cast Moonbeam on Narg. Okay. Moonbeam. How does Moonbeam work for me, please? Um, a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a 5-foot radius, 40-foot cylinder centered on a point within range, which is 120 feet, so she is still within range okay. where she is right now. So you're, you're choosing yeah. her as, as your my, as your range, as essentially? As my range, as the point where I cast it. You want to moon Narg? And you said, you said it's 40 feet in diameter? Um, it's 5 foot radius. 40 feet 40 high. Feet 5 high. feet radius. Okay, so, so it just is her square, but it's super tall. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I got the visual now. Yes. So what does it do? Um, when a creature enters the spell's area for the first time um, on a turn or starts its turn there, it's engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. So this won't... And she has so to it has, a she has to enter it or... Or she starts her turn. So yes. it will not take effect this turn, but next turn, which she'll be starting her turn there. So, okay, 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 cool. Yeah, but it'll be really cool. So, don't forget when it gets to her turn, you'll it's remind me what it does. Yeah. Okay, so that was your thing then? Yeah. Which. Which is going to make it Tiff's turn? Tiff's gonna go into a rage. Alright, Tiff's pissed off! He goes into a barbarian rage! And uh, I'm gonna take a swing with my great axe at uh, the Thor guy. The Thor one? The one who attacked uh, my, my uh, Bob. 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 Bob is Thor. Bob is Thor. Bob is Thor. Robert. Robert. Oh, oh, come on, Craig! Oh, I'm Bob, son of a Oh, and it, this will last for a minute for me. Okay, so that's another um, yeah. round. Yeah. That is a 
advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the wolf's allies is within five feet of the creature and the ally is incapacitated. So okay, I'm so going to roll back on that. She hasn't bitten you yet. She rolled a lot better that time, so you're good. I apologize. Redacted. Um, 
bottle's not good enough. She is still not going to hit, but she's also not going to hit Cholda. So, so she's going to miss that. Um, but at least she doesn't bite Cholda, which means that it is going to be Cholda's turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay, yes. Okay, good. Sorry.
is do 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 do. Murbuck's turn. But come on, do something. Yeah, he's gonna go after Bob. Get that Bob. He's gonna miss that attack. God damn it, Murbuck! He'll, he'll hit the second attack. <laughs> All right, he is gonna hit Bob pretty hard here. Darn so, it! His second attack did hit Bob. Okay. He dealt a decent amount of damage. Okay. And that is his turn. Uh, he seems to be furious. He's just kind of chopping. Wildly, like I said, the second attack managed to hit. Uh, he's obviously not in like a good headspace at the moment, though. But he is assisting you guys in trying to beat these bastards. And then it is Fair Grace's turn. Lit. Lit half. Aw, baby Q, it's okay. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Question. Real yes. Before I move. Also, I have remembered that they've had to, um, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Um, so, I, if I move, like, I have to move half if I still want to do an action, right? Is that correct? What do you mean? Like, I want to move and then do my action. Can I do that? Um, you should be able to, okay, but if you're okay, yeah, I was gonna say if you're okay. engaged, you'll have to do disengage first, but you're able to do that, yeah. Also, I totally done goofed. Technically, the other are supposed to go first, but uh, that's just for when we're listening. No, 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 you're you're fine. I just realized that, and I'm again making a mental note out loud for myself to be aware of next time. Okay, so I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave. Yeah. Um. So each creature in a 15 foot cube uh, makes a Constitution save and throw the to save a 12, and I believe that's. The one clock and nard. Okay. And, and they both are under Bane, so they're both gonna have disadvantage. And I think I think Luba as well. Okay. I'm sorry, Luba. It's okay. Yeah. Thanks for your honesty. I love how you're Sazam too. I know. Yeah. It's working out so well. Okay, Nard failed. Okay. Uh, Schlock succeeded, and now I gotta get Lupa. Okay. What do they have to roll? Twelve. Lupa succeeded. Woo! Oh, yes. Thank God. Okay. Sorry. But it gets it gets Nard. Perfect. That's what yeah. I want. Um. So I do three d eight thunder damage, and the creature is pushed ten feet away from me. Oh jeez. All right. She's Wait, trying to roll. She's trying to like crawl away. Jesus. <laughs> She just got consumed by got consumed by ghostly flames. Not yet. Her turn hasn't started, so. But she's about to be knocked out of that square, so now. Oh it's... yeah! I'm so sorry. I didn't think of that. I'm sorry, baby. Um. Uh, well, fifteen. Oof! All right. Someone want to move her back? Ten feet, two squares, please. Yeah. Just push her back. I would, I would say just push her back towards me so she's still on the map. 
one. Yeah, there we go. Alright, so she, that really, really hurt. She's, um, essentially laying on the ground at this point. She looks rocked. Everyone else. Everyone else is okay. We're gonna bounce back to those orcs who missed their turn. So, schlock. essentially which character he would target. He's annoyed at this wolf, so Schlock is going to swing at Lupa. He does still get disadvantage because the Bane, so we're going to keep that in mind. Oh, thank God, because he rolled a 20. So, disadvantage. Oh, that's not a 20, but it's still pretty good. Alright, Loops. Swings at her with his axe. She's okay, oh. but he oh, that did. Worse. He I did don't want to do that. Sorry. She does it too well. Um, he does whack at her with the axe. She gets a cut kind of near the shoulder. Uh, he is going to swing again because he does get two attacks. Alright, time out. Time out. That was this one, right? Party yeah. foul. I he will miss the second attack on Lupa. I'm going to say she kind of darts to the side as he hits her. She's not in the same spot and he just kind of hacking and whacking and smacking went and was going up and down and he missed her. So he did miss that second attack on Lupa. She is whimpering a little bit, but she's still baring her teeth, very aggressive. She's got some adrenaline going. And it is there, Grace went, so it's Dark Strider's turn. Alrighty. I'm gonna take a swing at Bob. Alright. That will be 22. That will hit. taking a couple hits to the gut, so you start to see more and more blood kind of pour out of this guy. Uh, he starts to lose his footing. He's a very big guy, so he's kind of tripping over his own two feet. Uh, he is still up, but very disoriented. And on that note, it's back to top of the round. So it is Kitten's turn. Sorry. Block. Block. Durr. 
Durg has been damaged, Schlock has not. Like, you can, you can tell nobody's really gone for Schlock and those who oh. have missed. I'm sure. Durg guy is in front of me, so. Okay. Alright, so that hits him. But you did hit him with the sword. So then. It's gonna be Narg's turn. You can see Narg is kind of trying to like patch herself up a little bit. She's pretty wrapped from all this. Yeah. She's got some kind of like moss. Um, like in a pack, essentially, and some other stuff. She's kind of wrapping around some of her wounds. And she's going to use her action to do that. Okay. So, she went, uh, she's not in the square anymore, so the moonbeam didn't happen. But that last, that square is active like that for, so if someone actually wants to place, like, a not-used die in that square or some kind of indicator. Excellent. Yep, so that's where the moonbeam is. Just for reference. Yep. And then it is Tretha's turn. Alright, so Tretha's gonna move that moonbeam <laughs> right under Schluck, our good old buddy. Alright. So now that's where that is. Okay. He's standing right on top of it, just so y'all know. Cool. Alright, so that is her turn. So that means that it is Tia. Great. Going at, him, at Bob again with the great axe. Okay. So they have disadvantage on attacks and saving throws, which I have been taking into account. Sorry about that, my dude. That's, that's only if I It is Halcarin's turn. Okay, I'm gonna hit Dirk again. With my short turn. I'll spend a point for two. How many key points do you have at level four? Uh, well, I have four total, and I already used two, so before the fight, so that's my last. Okay. I just, I didn't think you were cheating. I was just right. honestly curious. Yeah, no, no. What's wrong, TF? I got lucky as well. I could be using that, so I had another D20 to my controls, I guess. All the lucky feet. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, that's cool. Mm, that's cool. Um, 25 that time. Isn't that, that like will once hit. per day you can just automatically roll? Five. Uh, three luck points per long rest. He takes five damage, you yes. said? Yes. And this was so Dirg? Okay. Yep, he will take that. And I have one more. Let's sling it I get you. That one's only a 14. So. Darn it. All these Thank you so much, here. I'm sputtering now. So now it's going to be Lupa's turn. She is growling at Schlock. She is trying to bite at him again. She is going to get advantage because of Cac Tactics. There you go, Lupa. Yeah, Hell yeah, Lupa, come on. Yeah, baby. I think you need to go to sleep, mister. Yeah. Okay, so she is... Sorry, flipping in the mask, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
god. I need more sticky notes. Note to self. Once Sierra, when you're listening to this next week, go buy more sticky notes. That way I can just flip. Okay. So, yep, she gets that. Uh, Alright, Lupa! So, she does a good old 10 damage to Schlock. Yes! And then it has to succeed on a strength saving throw. Yes! Nice. Which he's gonna get disadvantage on because of the Bane. Yes! Well, a 3 is gonna fail. Of course, the second time rolls a nat 20. So, he will fail the strength saving throw. Which means he is knocked prone. So if someone wants to tip Schlock over, he's in the moonbeam. Fuck you, Schlock! He is knocked prone, which means those who are doing melees on him and stuff get advantage on their attacks. Okay, you're fine. Right there. All right, that is Lupa's turn, which is going to... It's going to go to Cholda. Okay. Fuck him up, Cholda. Okay, I've got... For a zoo, zoo. Bob over here riding the bull. Yeah. Yes. Which one is this in front of me? In front of uh, Dirk. Dirk. How's Dirk looking? They all look pretty hurt. Okay. Well, time to cast another guiding bowl of right. righteousness on Dirk. Alright. Dirk the undaring. Dirk a jerk on this. Let's get the moonbeam, that's right, I'm sorry. How, but how does that work? 1d6? Uh, 2d10. Alright. Yes! Shit! Burn him! Burn him to So he's trying to stand up and out of nowhere this, these ghostly flames just start encircling him. Uh, what's up with the because you're gonna be sleeping on her. Uh, that's 13. Damage? Or? Starts his turn, so. Oh, yeah. Two. 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 Two
that he is still wrong, but he, um, he, he fails the saving throw, so, yeah, so he, he takes the 16, uh, the flames just start, like I said, encircling him, searing pain, searing pain, they're white hot, he's screaming as he's just, like, surrounded by this fire, that's for attacking Lupa, asshole, um, and then it is his turn, I'm gonna say he's so distraught by the flames, that he is gonna forfeit his attacks for this round because he's just like screaming trying to put the fire out it's not working it's magical so he's just screaming his little head off however bob and Durg are gonna try to do some stuff um bob is gonna try to hit tith bitch he's got disadvantage so i gotta roll that oh that still hits i'm gonna assume because it is 24 to hit. Hold on one second. Sorry, 22. 22. Disadvantage. Forgot. Okay. So. Stop it. He's gonna hit you for 11 slashing damage. That's so gonna go down to five because you're in a rage. And he's gonna try to hit you again. <laughs> Does a 16 hit? Yeah. It's for another 11, so another 5. It's okay. Um, so that was Bob. Dirk is gonna try to hit Halcarin. I highly doubt. Yeah, I was gonna say I freaking um, 10 is is a 10 gonna hit? No. So, that's his first attack. He's got a second one as well. Well, uh, nine isn't going to be any better, so he's going to miss. Um, so, Durg is just, like I said, he looks pretty rocked, so he's just kind of loosely swinging his arm. He fails. He can't make the hit, which means it's going to go to Lurbuck, who's going to try to hit. What type of damage do you get with these I said slashing, I said he has it, that's why it's five. It was oh, eleven so each oh, time. That's already that already. I okay. said it, yeah. Thank you. Alright, Lurbuck is gonna hit on the first attack, he's gonna miss the second attack. But he's gonna chop into this Bob guy. Um he's gonna hit him for nine. Which is going to be enough to take Bob out of the equation. Oh, so, yes. my wife. So Bob had turned his attention to Tiff and was trying to hit Tiff, in which Lurbuck just takes his axe and he hits Bob in the back of the skull, which he wasn't wearing a helmet, so it's completely unprotected. And yeah, it's yes. just yes. lodged in there, and it he yanks it out. There's brains everywhere. It's real gross because he smashed it in pretty much. It's like. Ugh. Concaved in. That's um, what you get. His his body <laughs> just kind of falls in front of you, Tiff. Like he just face plants into the ground. Bob is dead. Oh, All right. So Bob, that no, is. Bob is dead. The wicked Bob is dead. Fair Grace's turn. <laughs> okay. Stop, Dooley Bob. Good old okay. Bob is doing so, um, I'm gonna cast another wave, but at a first level spell slot. So 
Terrified by ghostly flames, and Nard has kind of been trying to patch herself up. It is Kitten's turn. Kitten! No worries. Who's still left? Uh, Nard and Schlock. Schlock is the red baby. Mm-hmm. Where'd Nard go? Oh, Nard, Nard, Nard ran off to try to patch herself up. So Nard and who? Schlock. Schlock? Okay, so I guess that's who I'm going to... Alright. So with my short sword. Was gonna be a sixteen. I'm gonna miss. And I'll go with my uh whip. No, um, that will be a nineteen. That will hit. For five. How do you wanna do it? Woo! Yes! How is that I'm killing him with my whip? I'm like there's so many like, I can't think of any, like, extra ways. You're wrapped around his neck? She's done that quite a few times. Yeah. Whip you can wrap it up. <laughs> um, can I oh. bring the whip up and crack it down and attempt to just, like, slash at it? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
she's kind of patched herself up. Um, and she's, uh -oh. she's panting. It would be, um, it would be Tretha's turn next if you were trying to do something, Tretha, like, I'll allow it kind of as like a last action, but otherwise, um, gonna pull us out of initiative, so. Do it. What you if you want to do something. Give it your eight. Can I move and then make an action? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, 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 That's yep. allowed. You can move up to your speed value. My what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> on your shirt, she will tell you how much speed. So and each square. So okay, each five is five. Eight square is five. Sick. Nice. Alright, so. Okay, so I'm gonna attempt to. Actually, I'm gonna move Moonbeam over to, on Tanark. Okay. Moonbeam! Can I start cooking, bitch? <laughs> and then it would be like her her turn, so yeah. what what does she have to do? It's a uh, constitution Spree. saving throw of 13 after two. Uh, I gotta roll two d10s, right? Okay, well, she's gonna fail, so yeah. Oh, here we go! We're gonna see this bitch fry! Um, <laughs> basically, yeah! <laughs> seen a bitch fry. <laughs> yeah, no, basically that's what happens. Like, she's just gonna be engulfed in these flames and then... For how much damage? Hold on. Yeah, I know, I see you. The slightly bigger one. That's this one. Uh-oh. Uh, you sure? He's like, yeah. the stairs aren't blocked. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, those are blocked. <laughs> when the chairs are away, you will play. So, uh, ten. Ten damage. Okay. So she just starts burning. Yeah. She's screaming. At this point, um, Lurbuck has has tried to stop everyone. He's kind of like put his arms up and he's like, "That's enough." Lurbuck must speak to Narg. Well, he's must. gonna look at Childa and he's gonna go, "Please." All right, everyone, let's stop. Let's give him a chance to try to sell this one last time. But I'm warning you, Lorbuck, if she will not convert, she is a heretic, and she must be punished. It is our duty as leaders of a Zutazu to strike down those who do not seek the faith. He looks can't just kill everyone who doesn't... He looks over at Narg, who's just screaming and, like, rolling on the ground, trying to put the fire out as it's just burning her. And he looks back at Cholda. I think we should let the bitch burn. She punish enough. Will she convert? Or will she stand down? What we should really do is find out why and what mm -hmm. and where. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But first, <laughs> will she yield, Lurbuck? We'll will find out that surrender? later. Lurbuck, no, no. Then ask. Lurbuck, no sign up for this. Lurbuck, no want Narg burn. Azutazu, bring Narg to Lurbuck. But. Azutazu works in mysterious ways. Perhaps he brought her to you to show that she is not worthy of your love and affection. 
I mean, that's obvious. I am going to punch the living daylights out of you. You can do better, Laura! Result is swine. So, uh. Lurbuck, talk to Narg. I'm gonna walk up with him. Yeah, and he's gonna go walk I'll over go, to I'll Narg. Go with him. He's gonna. He's gonna stand there, and he's looking down at Narg. He go, Narg! <laughs> she's just screaming because she's on fire. She's obviously not coherent. Um, I can call off the thing. I don't know how to do it though. You can just say you cancel it. Okay. Yeah, that. Okay. Be gone, flame thought. And she's kind <gasps> She's gasping. She's trying to get her breath. Lurbuck is kind of standing over her. Thank you, Q. Thank you, Q. And and Lurbuck is looking down at Narg, and he just goes, Narg, why? She's still just trying to catch her breath. She's kind of ignoring everything at the moment. Um, she's very disoriented. I'm going to reach down. I'm going to try to pull her up by the scruff of her armor, and I will say, answer him, and with due respect... You go to grab her, and she grabs you by the wrist back. Ow! Ow! Let me very, go! Let me go! She's very tightly. I'm going to say that she does two points of damage to you. Um, Not unconscious. I'm gonna, yeah, probably. It, it probably is like a bludgeoning, I would say, just because it's a physical. Oh. Um, but she's not trying to rip your arm off, which is nice, but she's basically giving you a warning squeeze. Since you tried to grab her, like she obviously doesn't I will, want to be I will show her an unsettling visage. Okay, oh what does God. that do? Uh, That's how. <laughs> oh. You're like in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking more like Beetle, just like. How's uh, this? Yes! <laughs> I was thinking more like some of the, or, uh, the mask. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> no. Let's yeah. say. Judge you. <laughs> When a creature you see makes an attack roll against you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the roll. I hate that. Uh, you must use this feature before knowing whether the attack hits or misses. Okay. So, um, basically she was trying to hurt you, and I'm going to see if it... So I'll just... Uh, if she starts to reach for me, I'm yeah. just going to, you know... Okay. She dies of a heart attack. On the disadvantage, she's going to roll 17 still. Okay, yeah, that, that still gets me. So you do a really scary face at her, and she does look terrified, so she punches you square in the face. <laughs> 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 ah! It's like that guy, like, are you celebrating Halloween this year? She's going to ah! punch She's gonna punch you for five. Oh, He's really down now. Oh, that's an hard strike. The so one that's plus, an extra one three plus on strength. top of the two she dealt earlier. Yeah. Are you down, Joel? No, but I'm pretty fucking So she punches close. you, yeah, square in the face. Oh, I want to <laughs> walk up to her and try and slice off her hand. Oh my god. I'm going to try to stop him. Okay, I would like both of you to roll initiative checks to see who's happens first. Oh my god. Drum roll, please. This is getting out of hand. 
Now there are two of them. Literally. <laughs> 26. We should not have left this bargain. 26 on initiative? I rolled a nat 20 and I have a plus 6 to initiative. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, well, you you try yeah. to stop him, so how are you trying to stop him? Um, I'm not this What is this, Star Wars? What's Jamie fucking honest? I'm going, I'm going to... Just grab his wrist like that he's going to, you know. The one that he has. Well, okay, one make a strength check. Make a contesting strength check. Grumpy baby. <laughs> 21. Unnatural one. Oh. All right, so you do go to grab him. He immediately pulls out of your grasp, and you go ahead roll the roll the head. Same. That was pretty fucking safe. 18. That'll hit. So, uh, and also please roll damage for me. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, you chop her hand right off. She almost goes into shock. She's staring as blood is pouring out of her hand. Passes out. <laughs> she, she looks up at Lerba because she's still down on the ground at this point. She looks up at him and she goes, I hate you. Oh. And then that was enough to kill her. So. Oh no! Oh shit. Derek! Good luck with your interrogation, my friends. What do you do now? Dumbass! Why oh. would you do that? Hey, I thought Fairgrace passed out. She is. I, that's Maddie. <laughs> did you actually, like, faint? Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's what I do. Like, Regan was like, do I vomit at the sight of something? And I'm like, make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Remember last time when I punted the top half of Goblin? <laughs> I'm glad you guys are at least enjoying 17. it. I've been worried the sessions are boring, but you keep coming up with creative fun stuff to do, so. 17. 17? Horrific, but um, creative. Yeah, so you managed to stay conscious there, Grace, but if you choose to be shaken up by that, I'm by all means going to allow you to act so. I'll say you won't completely faint, but you can feel nauseous and, like, feel gross. Cool. Um, Lupa is going to make her way over to you, actually, and she is going to kind of basically push her weight against your side, so that way you can kind of support your little body on top of her, like, lean against her. What a Yeah. I give her a little pat on the head. Yes, she likes that pat on the head. All right. Uh, She'll actually kind of sit down on her butt, so she's able to like. Her sitting is probably like eye level with you. Like she's very big, and you're very short. (laughs) So. I'm a three two. Yeah, exactly. So she's probably she's probably right about your height. So you're able to lean on her just fine. Okay. Um. All right. Why are you doing that? What a ham. So, yeah, I mean, proceed to roleplay out amongst yourselves. Lurbuck is just staring at Narg's hand and at Narg and the fact that she said that she hated him as her last words. And uh, console Lurbuck, I'm just going to say, I'm really sorry, Lurbuck. While he's doing that, I'm going to start yelling at him. What did you do? Okay. Why would you do that? I fulfilled a good day's work. But we needed to figure out information. Why was she here? My hands off. Why did she betray Lurbach? It's bleeding. <laughs> we'd like to see if she has anything on her that would indicate why she did what she did. Absolutely. Make an investigation check. Because that's what Tiff would do. W-W-T. What would Tiff do? 
while he's doing that. Sometimes you need to think with your head than your damn sword! 18. Alright, okay. well, my sword is telling me I should slice you in half right now for piping off. Alright, let's enough with the violence. Azuchisu has had his share today. Why is it still bleeding? <laughs> okay, this is great, by the way. Loving this. Um, it's you, I'm literally just going to hop and like, water back towards like, oh You are searching the body. Oh, that's a nasty one. A, she's taking a lot of wounds. B, she just smells really bad. I was going to say, she was searing. Yeah, there's the smell of burnt flesh, no. and you can't tell if it's made her smell better or worse. She <coughs> already smelled pretty gross. It's like cooked hyena steak. Yeah. You just don't fucking know. Yeah, so <laughs> she... Wait, did you say cooked hyena steak? Have you had that? No. I was like, thing? holy shit, Tyler, you're living a life. Is that the life? I said a life. <laughs> so you are... Searching on her body, uh, it takes you a little bit just because, so again, nice it's she's massive and there are lots of weird crevices to hide things. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nasty. You do find she something off her ass or something. No, you do find kind of tucked into near like her side boob, basically, and she's using it like a pocket. It's, a it's pretty nasty. nasty. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Nice. Like someone so pulling a twenty out of someone's body. Yeah, it's um, <gasps> it's a really greasy looking piece of paper. Oh, okay, and let me double check what it's written in real quick. I've got to check languages. My apologies. <laughs> Dropping that, silly. I know, I'm just sticking it right, okay. right back in the mouth. And what languages do you know? Uh, common, giant, primordial. Okay. You cannot read this. Uh, okay. But it appears to be some kind of letter. If you two are done bickering, can anybody read this shit? I'll, I'll take, take a, a look. look at it. I was gonna say, I'll, I'll walk over. Everyone blown tears. <laughs> okay. Um, I... I know celestial, common, draconic, dwarvish, and elvish. Nope. Hold on. I'm trying to remember where that is. I speak common, druidic, elvish, primordial, and sylvan. Nope. Damn it. The only one that hasn't been stated that I don't think so is abyssal. Damn it, it's either gobbledygook or orcadork. So Tiff is showing it around to people. I, hey, Lurba, can you I read doubt. this? Well, Derek wants to do something real quick, but then... Common <laughs> Infernal Primordial? No. <laughs> I got a hunch! So, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna ask Lurba if he can read this paper. He's gonna come over. Here, do one of these. Here, here. <laughs> well, that looked like orc, but... Lurbuck cannot read. I knew it was I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> so it's orc. Well, you <clears throat> slaughtered all the other ones, Derek. Well, maybe we can. So find you have somebody. a mystery note in orcish. Cool. That's cool. greasy. Okay. That you can add to your. Inventory there, Tiff. If you're gonna keep it, I'll I, keep I presume. it. I'm going to ask Lurbuck. How are you feeling? Lurbuck heartbroken. I understand. I'm gonna hug him. Um, okay, make a charisma check. I was gonna say, he might punch me. 
me a hug. <laughs> uh, 19. Breaks your neck. <laughs> you go over and hug Lurbuck, and Lurbuck just starts to weep as you hug Aww. him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tip doesn't do the sappy crappy crap. Would you right. like us to bury her for you, Lurbuck? We don't got time. Lurbuck's so dumb. We have to free the people in the Love movie. is exactly. dead. You're not dumb, Lurbuck, and love isn't dead. He is pretty dumb. Oh, sorry, Derek! <laughs> Spooky, I think you should probably go take a walk. Lurbuck, uh, why don't I teach you Azuta Zoo's funerary rites? I'm taking a walk, too. <laughs> Even though Narg betray Lurbuck, call Lurbuck dumb, be overall very mean to Lurbuck, Lurbuck still of Narg. This Lurbuck a... bury Narg. Well, let's find ourselves a shovel and I'll teach you how to make a proper funeral. Mm. A rock grave might be easier. Let's just burn the body. Derek! We have a bunch of people in this cave that need to get back home. We don't need to waste their time with this bitch. So you Good idea! That. We can use people as kindling for yeah. funeral no, no, no. No. Lurbach, Lurbach, no! We do not burn the Don't good people. To, why don't we go help the people in the cave? Fine. I'll go with them. Okay. I recommend we not be long. Alright, so show of hands please who is going into the cave to help the townsfolk. Cool, 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 cool. I've been waiting for a chance to say that I was going to go take care of them, but... That's alright. <laughs> also, yeah, anytime you want to do something, feel yeah. free to interject, but that's perfect. If you want to say, like, hey, while they're doing this, I'm going to oh. go... You're more than yeah, welcome no, while to do they that. they were all arguing... We normally try not to, yeah. like, split the party, like, as a general D&D yeah. rule, um, but you're more... If we, you have an action you want to take, you're yeah. more than welcome well, to... Well, I think that. since Traith is still very new with these people... Yeah. Like, she... like I. Just You've done a little like, bit of trade, but, yeah, mm-hmm. you just know of their village, the Treetop yeah. Village... Um, so you guys will go to the cave then to check on the people, uh, who is staying with Lurbuck, everybody else. All right, Jolda, how are you doing these, like, funeral rites for Um, essentially we can either bury the body or, well, I'll, the best way right now since, (coughs) does anybody have a shovel, perchance, on their persons? Uh, Looking for what? Uh, shovels. It's either that or we collect rocks and we bury her under a rock mound. I do not. Let me see the one. I do have a shovel. You have a shovel! I'm in the cave. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably like this big. Yeah, it's like like, tiny, like a little... It's one of the things you get with the beach tail. (laughs) It's a trowel. All right, well, I'll do a rock uh, burial then. Okay. Lorabuck, help me gather some stones. We'll place them on top of Narn. That way the animals won't come. You find five stones. Pick at her. After that, I'll light some incense and a sensor. This little... I'm going to pull out my sensor. It's like a little uh, silver... Sort of like one of those metal tea dippers, but it's big and it holds the incense. I don't know if... No, a sensor. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. Lurbuck helps you find some rocks. There are plenty around here. You guys are by a cave, essentially right. a stone cave. I'll so there's some loose boulders and small stones. 
we'll start setting them up and piling them up and making sure that she's well covered. Yeah. I'll light the incense and uh, I'll say, Lorebuck, I want you to stand behind me. Thank you. Close your eye. Try to keep your eyes to the ground. Uh, oh, you okay, bud? Oh, it's a ice case. Oh, it's a room. Uh, think of all the good things, of all the memories you've had of Nard, and just listen Nard to Nard punching this. Lurbuck, Nard yelling at Lurbuck. Oh, uh, think of them in your head, Lurbuck. That way it... Oh. Think of it as like a prayer. Lurbuck hope that Narg have lots of people to beat up in wherever she go. I'll start swinging the sense around. As we can as we confide your soul to the great abyss beyond blessed be the name of Azutazu, the grand, the great the one of many faces in the great doorway. Blessed are those who walk among the shadows path Blessed are they that go down the great road to the next realm. Take this soul in stride, no matter the sins or crimes, and ascend us, O Lord Azutazu, to our place among the skies. In your heavenly name, Avre Dajavet. All right, and make a religion check for me. Azutazu let you know that what you have done is good. Does he kind of like present himself in a way? Is there like an action? Does he commune through like a certain type of material? Um, I'm not thinking so much that he physically appears as just he gives you a sign. So Uh, I'm not sure. Usually whenever I've heard him, he usually just I hear, like, a faint, distant whisper, like, coming from a tunnel. Okay. And, you know, I would imagine him in this sort of scenario saying, you know, it is done. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, all right, so you hear, you do some, I don't know what kind of voice Azutazu has, but I'm going to do with that right now. What's that? <laughs> uh, it is done. And then, uh... There's just like almost like a wave of energy that it feels like. And Lurbuck feels it too. He's just kind of standing there as the rocks have piled on top of Narg. They almost seem to glow purple for a minute. And then it fades. That means we have advantage on attack. (laughs) (laughs) How do we do against Sunday? He kind of nods. He says, Narg, be at peace. Avare, avare. Alright. What say what say we go help the others, Lurbach? Mm-hmm. So Lurbach will join you. It seems everyone is kind of making their way into the cave. 
You guys walk in. Those There are others who are here first, so you guys are making your way to the cave. It won't take you long, but we're going to kind of cut to the people who've been okay. in the cave waiting. So you guys walk in. Um, immediately, there's a lot of gasping and pointing at you, whispering among each other, Is it over? Is it over? And there, uh, the mother with her little boy who had been grabbed by Lurbuck earlier is just hugging him tightly. Uh, she's kind of put her body in front of him as if she wasn't sure who was entering the cave at first. She was trying to protect her son. Um, Jonathan, the butcher, is still unconscious. He's got a lot of swelling in places. He's almost unrecognizable. A lot of the villagers are definitely hungry and cold and scared, but they do seem to feel a sense of relief as you enter the cave. Uh, what do you guys do? Um, I'm gonna go to, um, to Jonathan, and I'm gonna use Healing Word on him. Excellent, okay. Um, so it's 1d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, okay. which is, give me one second. Sure. That would be six. Okay. Um, he definitely perks up a little bit. You can see some of the swelling physically go down in his face. He's definitely still got some bruises, but all the bleeding injuries appear, since there were some fresh ones, since Lurbug had taken him kind of hostage before he became an ally to you. Um, all the bleeding injuries seem to kind of clot um, his skin, which had been looking a little yellowish and even green in places, is looking much, much better. Uh, back to his kind of Has tan physique. Yet? He's um, he's kind of tossing and turning a bit, but okay. he's not alert. Okay, I'm gonna use cure wounds. Okay, on um, on Jonathan. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're trying to heal this. Bitch. Yeah. Because he's the one who had, like, taken the most damage in the cave, right? Absolutely. Yeah. He was used as a meat shield. He, yeah. You can tell uh, very much. And as you guys are actually attending to him, several of the villagers have kind of started to crawl and gather around. Uh, some of them are praying very openly, praying to our Borobus, uh, praying for healing, um, for shelter, for Jonathan. The... The mother with the boy is weeping, and um, she says, he, he tried to stop him. He tried to save us. Um, he's so hurt because he was protecting us. They're all distraught, um, but she is especially shaken up. So um, uh, I go over, and I kind of like put my hand on top of his head. I'm going to say between the two of you that you guys get him up, at least. He's... That's quite a bit of help for a regular person, so he's... I'll say that he regains his consciousness. He's definitely going to be a little sore, uh, but the injuries look significantly better. Um, it's it's a, a big step up in what previously had been someone who you weren't even sure was going to survive such critical condition. So he's definitely okay. You guys did a good thing. He's kind of catching his breath a little bit. He actually will sit up. Oh, sweet baby. And yeah, so he'll sit up and he's, um, he immediately like looks over to the two of you and he's kind of rubbing the back of his head and he goes, 
What happened? We'll tell you later. Rest up now. Ugh. I'm so tired. He kind of just lays his head back down like he, he got the okay to, you know, you'll, you'll tell him later and to lay back down. He is definitely better, but he does need a rest for sure. Um, what else is shaking, guys? Um, I, I assume... Um, you guys are in the cave by now. So. Okay. I'm just... I'm checking around the rest of the cave to see anybody else if they're injured. Make a perception check. Look. <laughs> I'll do the same. Uh, I'll do the same. So she uh, can roll six. advantage. Yeah, roll with advantage. Uh, Childa's helping you kind of look. Okay, okay. so how do I do that? Just, just roll, roll again. So just roll again. Fifteen? Uh, yeah, that's plenty. You're able to look around. You see a couple people have some scrapes and bruises. Nothing you need to cast a spell okay. for, I'll say. Um, you, yeah, it, and everyone seems to be alive. Which is the important That's, thing. Yeah. There's been no. I was checking for any other. Jonathan. Serious... Jonathan was the most critical condition. He okay. had really played the hero and kind of sacrificed have... his his body to spare the others from the brunt of Lorbuck and the goblins' force previously. Does anyone have any spare pieces of canvas and possibly two wooden pikes or poles or anything? Wooden beams. Um. I'm going to go find the barkeep because I feel like he and I kind of have a little bit of a relationship since I used to like... Yeah, kind of sing in his tower. Sing, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to try to find him. He's, he's there. He's okay. in in a group with some of the other people. He also looks a little scuffed up. Okay. He's not nearly as strong as Jonathan. Yeah. And, um... Or Daniel, who also had been Daniel. pretty hurt. Um... <laughs> Oh, sweet I'm going to have to take him home. I can't do this anymore. I'm afraid of losing my mind. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Do you need any help with anything? Uh, I just got to get lost. Yeah. Take a quick break. I think. I think I paused it, but the screen went on to lock and it's okay, got a here. password, so... Here, and I'll, I'll cut them Thank you. Excuse me, Q. Yeah, and we'll help Thank you. things up. No problem. We're not going to be too much longer anyway. I was going to do some rewards here. But... Okay. Hey. Oh, I did press it, but it seems to be going. Like, not me. <laughs> okay, okay, and we're back. Thank you for holding. Sorry, we had a bit of a emergency oh. there, but it is... We're still in the cave. Uh, everyone's still here, I'm going to say. You know, Tara kind of went mm-hmm. off to be with her cubs when she saw that everyone was okay and that Lurbuck isn't a threat so she's kind of taking care of the cubs uh, keeping them away from the people so as not to probably startle anybody right um so she's kind of off doing her own thing right now everybody else what are you doing i asked um if anybody around has like two like poles of uh wood or something and maybe some leftover canvas and i was chatting i was finding the barkeep Ah, yes. Well, uh, I rolled none of them. They're all kind of shaking their heads, looking around at each other, and they say, Forgive us, sir, but we weren't allowed to bring anything with us. Children. And then you're finding the barkeep. Like I said, he's there. Um, I'd like to speak with him. He looks, like I said, he looks a little rough around the edges, too, but he he looks like he might have gotten punched, like, once. 
It probably would have been much worse, honestly. Yeah. But uh, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan really stepped in and we stand. Stepped up. Yeah. Can you tell me what happened? <sighs> well, they just surrounded us. There were just so many of them. More than, more than what was here. I, I don't know where the rest of them went. Uh, you know, our, our clientele, we're used to dealing with decent-sized threats, but uh, they just, they overwhelmed us. It's nothing like I've ever seen. They were working together. The orcs and the goblins? Everybody, everything. I don't... I don't know. I couldn't tell what was orc and what was goblin or hobgoblin or whatever. It was just was there masses of them. I don't. I didn't get to see too much about a leader. Like I said, they were working together. So, well, and you can you. see his eyes kind of swollen, not in any kind of critical condition. But yeah, he's like didn't get to see much of anything. They sideswiped me. Well, thank you for your help. Just, yeah, thank you. We wouldn't be here to tell the tale if you guys didn't step up. Is that goldfish? Drinks on me when we get back to the bar, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll definitely take you, up, take on you up on that. It's been Ooh. one hell of a day. You can immediately see his face kind of wince, and he's like, like he's definitely going to do it, but he's like, oh, I probably should have thought of that. He's like, ah, fuck, it's Tiff. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So. Um, hold on. Um, the portrait that was of Jonathan and who else? Daniel. Daniel. Or not um, Jonathan, it was, um, sorry, it was Daniel and Daniel. Yeah, yeah, totally not Raul Raul. Um, I would like to pull out the photo and hand it to him. Okay. He is, um, he's gonna kind of chuckle at the photo and he's gonna take it. He's gonna kind of fold it up and tuck it and do a shirt and go, thank you. I wanted to bring something just in case you guys weren't able to go back, mm. back home, but seems that won't be the case. Um, who was it that needed the splint? Uh, I was yeah. looking for... Is anyone... Uh, I know a couple of you had been if, looking if, around at the people, either mm. looking for materials or you'd been looking around I to mean, if, see... If not a gurney, If then anyone needed help. Um, who's the strongest in this group of people? Everyone kind of looks at Tiff. That would have been me. Uh, Tiff, could you possibly but, carry uh, John back people, to town? I guess really everyone has kind of known about the villagers and stuff. Well, I would like everyone to make a perception check, please. Uh oh, perception. Yeah. Perception. Comes oh, perception. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, Yikes for you. I got a net one. Right? Or my, oh, you know. No. You don't. You don't see anything. Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh well, I rolled it. Had too many dealings with the true top villagers, you just don't really. Yeah. 16. I got a 16. Yeah, a 17. 9. Okay. Cholda, you also, you haven't met the tree top villagers, so no, you. I'm it makes sense about... that you don't recognize this. Um, everybody else, though, rolled enough to see that not all of the villagers are here. It is a majority of them, but there are a handful that are missing. Know who's missing? Um, I'm gonna say you definitely noticed that, uh, Daniel's not here. 
and a couple other notable people. Um, they all seem to be strong people, okay. but obviously Jonathan was the strongest. Mm -hmm. You you can probably, because you rolled over a 15, I'm just going to give you all this info. Okay. You can probably infer that, like, essentially Jonathan anchored himself down and refused to be parted from these people, gotcha. um, but the other people are not um, with them. I... And, and again, the barkeep has mentioned he can't see much of anything. Right. He has no idea who's in or out of the cave. He. Um, um, I'm gonna go up to John. Is Jonathan still awake? Yeah, okay. he's just kind of like resting. He's okay, I'm gonna the... go up to Jonathan and I'm gonna ask, do you know where the others went? He's kind of. Let's see if he can make an intelligence check. He's kind of like shaking his head a little bit. Rubbing his eyes, he goes, I, uh, I, I, I can't remember right now. Just give me a little time, please. Um, yeah. Be sure to get back to you on that. I just, I need some time. Yeah, of course. Uh, a Tyler thing did pop up about, like, a software update. Oh. I'm just going to bring it up. It's still recording fine, but I don't know what well. you want to do about that. Uh, later. Okay, cool. There are people missing. <clears throat> no one knows where they are. Oh, no. I, I suppose we could check some of the other orbs, but we need to get these people to safety. Right, right. Tiff, is there any way you can lift up, uh, John the Butcher? Absolutely. All right, this guy owes me a favor anyways. I'm going to make sure he keeps to it. Right, just be very gentle with him, and we'll take him into town, and then um, after that, we'll, you know, some of us can come back and start, you know, searching the bodies, see if there's any notes or any thing on them. Okay. All right. Sarah Grace is gonna start crying a little. Aww. She's she's feeling overwhelmed, and so she just kind of. Oh no! What's the matter? I just don't know where they went. We'll figure out where they went, but right now, there are people here who are in our need. We'll find the others, but first we have to deal with the ones that are in front of Halcaran. us. Are there any, like, crates in here or anything like that that the goblin dwarves might have been using? For you supply? can make an investigation check for me. That is a 20... Twenty or nineteen, sorry. I got a bonus there. I don't. <laughs> okay. It's a twenty. Halcaran, I would like you to come over here. You do see some crates. Oh, okay. I'm coming. Ugh. I was expecting this. Getting old. You shuffle, may shuffle, shuffle. kind of shuffle these up and pull a thing from the box of many things. Do not peek at the writing on them. Oh, I don't get to look at. You get one. to look at it, but like you, when you pick it, don't no, peek. Yeah. Alright, as you are digging through these crates, you find a bunch of junk weaponry. Um, it seems to be kind of smelted together. It's You're also finding an abundance of food that seems a bit unusual. Um, it's all, like, things from the forest. Uh, a lot of, like, plants and... It, it's Berries and shit. But it's in excess, especially even for the people in here, even if they were feeding these people, 
there's way too much many resources in here for what you would think goblins and orcs would keep for people and themselves. And as you're kind of digging through these miscellaneous boxes, you're going to hear it. And kind of climbing up out of the top real quick is a little mouse. Aww. It is a little brown mouse. Can, can I pet him? Um, <laughs> make an animal handling check. I will explain to our listeners if anyone has made it through the rigorous combat 22. and all of that. That I have created a box of many things for my players. I asked them all to write an animal they would like to encounter and an item that their character would be overjoyed to find either loot or information. And um, every few sessions or so, we're going to, especially during like investigations and stuff, we're going to draw a little thing. And on this one, it was a small mouse. And so we've got a little mouse friend here who's kind of clambering out. He seems excited to get out of the crate as you've kind of like broken it open. Um, and you, what did you roll? 22. For, a 22. Uh, you reach out to pet him and he kind of scampers onto your hand <gasps> and he's going to scamper around one arm and onto the other arm. He's going to look at you. He's going to... Tretha is going to walk on over I've had it for 10 seconds and, and I have she's, she's tearing up a little bit. Yeah. Because this mouse reminds her of some of the mice that lived in her family's house growing up. I'm going to say, hey, little guy. I'm Make a history check. Is your house? <laughs> um, that is a eighteen. As you approach this mouse and you have like tears in your eyes, the mouse it kind of nuzzles on Halcarin's hand for a minute as like a thank you. I'm like he rubs his little. Head. Well, I was actually gonna say he actually scampers back up your arm and over your shoulder, <laughs> yep. and it starts looking over in her direction and goes. <laughs> <laughs> What's all that squeaking going on over there? I'm gonna come over and take a look and see what the squeaking's all about. You walk over and you see a little brown mouse. Oh. He's very small. Well, he's not exactly plump yet, but if you feed him food, he'll make good food on a roast fire. Bigger's cries a little more. Did the mice have names? I was trying to find Okay. Because Halcorin is a name for the mouse, but. Yeah, no. Um, I, that wasn't Halcorin saying that. Oh. That wasn't well, me you, saying that. You Sorry. Specify. We need to name him Jerry because he's brown mouse. Trayla has stepped Bye. between. <laughs> Oh no, I was just kidding. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're welcome to if you want to. No, um. Basil? <laughs> Hang on, let her, let her do her thing. She's about to step between Halcrin and myself. Yes, and she's she's given Cholda a death glare. Cholda, she's um, giving her a nasty look. But then she turned around and she's still like. 
tears are going down her face. And then she looks mm -hmm. at this little mouse, and all she says is, Lacey? Redacted. Mouse is now a female. We got yes. it. Yeah. Good deal. Well, you can't name it. Once you name it, you get attached to it. I, I, I think this is an old friend of mine. If a mouse could, like, wag its tail, that's kind of what it's doing. So, I, I've, 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 I've put my hand, like, just yeah. under Halcrin's shoulder. It scampers into your hand. I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna. Okay, so pretend there's a mouse in my hand. Yeah, sure. So this little mouse, it's doing like a little mousy dance in your hand, like it's super happy to have been reunited with you. I don't think I'm gonna do this right. I'm just completely confused as to why she's caring so much about a really tiny rat. Because as far as I know, you know, rats are meant to be caught and then eaten on long travels. Yeah, so, um... So... This is weird. <laughs> um, so I'm holding this mouse, and I... I'm ca I casted Spell Speak with Animals. Okay. That's gonna be there for, like, the next ten minutes. Of course, I have a mouthful of taffy right now, but sure, go ahead. Like, what up, bitch? <laughs> I'll do my best mousey voice. Hello. Uh... Lacey, is that really you? Kind of scampering around in your hand, running in a circle like a dog chasing its tail. My I'm just heart gonna... is just... This is so cute, man. Yeah. I'm just going to look around. Trisha, I can't believe it's you! Oh my god, I'm obsessed. It's been... One week since you left it. It's It's been... I don't even know how long, but... What happened? Well... Since you left, I've been looking for you. We've all been looking for you. <laughs> okay, so is this gonna be like some Legend of Zelda shit where we have, all, have to like find all the mice now? <laughs> if this was like a video game side quest, yeah. Not 50, I promise. I just wanted one little mouse. I'm so confused. Why is she talking to the rat? It's a mouse. We got scattered along the way. Some of us had to turn back. What's the difference? They both have long, wormy tails, and they both grow fat, and you're supposed to roast them. Oh my goodness, Tritha, I thought I was a goner! I thought I'd never see you again! I am relieved to see a familiar face right now. <clears throat> now, when you speak with animals, are you speaking in an animal language? Are you speaking in common, and they just understand you? I don't know. Does it specify? <laughs> no, I don't think No, it, it really doesn't. It just, you're talking, so I feel like I'm squeaking right now. Okay. And everybody's real confused. <laughs> okay. Squeak, squeak, squeaker, squeak, squeaker, squeak, squeak, I'm so proud of you. Yes, Kate is squeaking to the rest of them, but like, yeah. Okay, so yeah, this mouse is just so happy to see you. Yeah. So the rat's name is Lacey. Yeah, her name is Lacey. She is a mouse. Thank you. She is a mouse. I just don't, really don't see the difference here. What is the difference? Can you eat a mouse as you do a rat? No, you don't eat 
Helkarin, I'll also say that you, while this is exchange is happening, I'll also say since you rolled pretty high on that investigation check with the crates, you also are going to find some paperwork. Can I read it? Mm, can you read Orcish? No! Can I do that, you bitch? Do I recognize that it looks the same as the notebook? Absolutely. Actually, okay. let me double check something. Oh, okay. I've got my mouse, y'all. You're like, I don't give a shit about anything anymore. Yeah. When I was creating her, I almost had her start off with a mouse friend, okay? Yeah, you almost chose oh, the urchin background. I, I, I almost I almost chose urchin. Forgive me, I'm actually trying to see, because I know that Orcish is written in a different language, so if someone can read what It's the, scripted in Dwarvish. Is it? And did anyone, was anyone, I'm sorry, I, anyone I could... I can, I'm pretty sure I can read Dwarvish. Now, you're not, like, you're just going to kind of see a bunch of mixed up yeah, letters it, when you look yeah. at it, because it's, it is a different it's like, language, it's just written with that script, so it looks Dwarvish, but it's not, obviously it's Orcish, so you can't actually read it, but it, you, you can tell they use the same script, so I apologize for that. But. Oh, no problem, no problem. I'm, I'll take a look at it again. Well, they write in Dwarvish, but um, it looks like uh, jumbled letters to me. I I can't make heads or tails of what it is they're trying to say. I mean, right here, this section, normally in Dwarvish you would have uh, Adran Ruken de Jug, but here it's Jug Dugadrug, Rabadugadug, and I don't know what that means. I don't even know how yeah, you said those words. I don't know either. That's Orcish. Do you understand Orcish? The Who bar- said that? The barkeep. He's half orc. Is a half orc. I forgot about that. We're all idiots. He says it's it's been a long time. I don't use it much. Please read it. I would like to hand him my note as well. He's gonna kind of. Pat on his sides, dig into his pocket, and he actually pulls out a little pair of spectacles. <laughs> what a cutie, I love that. That he's gonna put on his face. Oh, and he's gonna kinda wince as he does it, cause that eye's still pretty swollen. It's real hard to see. Oh. oh shoot, is there any way I can light up the room with a cantrip? Oh, I mean. No, he no. can see like in the dark, his oh. issue is that his eye is swollen. Oh. He can still he can still read it. It's just taking him longer than it would normally. He's struggling with it, and he's looking at all this paperwork. And he's like, "Well, orcs aren't the most literate beings, but I can kind of paraphrase it." What What do you need to know? Everything. <laughs> oh, this may take a little while. Perhaps I should bring it with me back to the bar. Oh, you do that. Do you have steak at the bar? You need it for your eye. Jonathan kind of perks up. Well, if they didn't, uh, if they didn't take all my wares, I probably should have a steak or two left. That's good. Put it on your eye. The cold and the blood will help with the swelling. Tiff. I was gonna say I got some bear meat still. All right, Tiff. What do you want to do? Smack it on his on his eye. You actually kind of knock his spectacles off his face as you smack him in the face with this. (laughs) Hey, start reading. This hunk yeah. of bear meat. Okay. I'll pick, oh. up, I'll pick up his glasses. I'm so sorry. He's a little rough around the edges here. I'll put the glasses on. Um, This ain't my first rodeo. It's all right. That's fine. I'll fold up the glasses and like, put it yeah. into his pocket. Like, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? 
I'm as okay as I'll ever be. Okay. I should definitely be able to translate this for you back at the village, but I really think we should get these people we back. We should, we should. Tiff, can you get John? Yeah. And everybody please follow us and stay close together. Put him in charge. Himself. Alright, so. Himself. What a. Lacey's taking what a selfish on my person. Like she used oh, to. yeah. Lacey will be on your shoulder oh, then. Yeah. Um. It's just where she normally lives. Yeah, so you've got a little little pet mouse. Okay, you guys I'm can add that to your menagerie. Now, I was going to say, because a mouse is a lot more fragile than bears and... A wolf. But a she's wolf. also probably not going to be on the offense as much. She'll just but if someone rolls a now you have, on an accident... Now you also me. have something small that can help you sneak into places. True, and I, I have animal messengers, so I can yeah. say, hey, send this message. Yeah, she could say, like, mm. if so, anything, like, I do have the uh, quiver that holds my arrows. Launch him. Or her. So. No. Oh my gosh, like Hawkeye and Ant Man. I love it. I own, I own that Avengers comic. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, but she can take, like, protection in the, in the quiver. She mm-hmm. can yeah, so. Um, so you gotta put an arrow back in it. She's it's okay. She's wet Reggie's long lost cousin. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she's smart. She's throw kind of throw back to a one shot that I ran that you can also listen to on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. Yeah, we did record that one. That was like my six and a half hour one oh, shot. Oh, that was oh your God. first one, wasn't it? No, it was my second. We didn't record my first one shot. I believe that's the one I wasn't here for. Well, you can listen to it on the Wondrous Realms yeah. podcast. Well, I did listen to it. I just wasn't here for it. Okay, so you guys are kind of gathering up the villagers, those that are here. Again, we don't know where everybody went to. We do have some paperwork and a note in Orkish in which uh, the barkeep is going to help you read. Everyone that you found is alive. You have hope that the others are alive as well. So I'll say you guys make your way back to the village and... The whole group kind of consolidates in the bar, since the barkeep mentioned drinks on him. So, uh, even people you aren't used to seeing in the underground. Did Lurbuck come with us? Lurbuck. I can't lose my act like that now. I just got him. Lurbuck heard free drinks, and he's in. So, <laughs> he is kind of... Some of the villagers actually seem very nervous that he's coming with you. And it's they're right. actually kind of muttering to themselves, like... Are we really going to let him come back to the village after what he did? He's working with them. This is obviously a ruse. I'm going to turn around and say, don't talk about my acolyte that way. He has found the path. Those who aren't aren't religious kind of scoff. Others who are religious but don't know what the hell you're talking about are just going to kind of shrug. They're not going to tell the people who just saved them no. But you can tell they're definitely disgruntled. So some of the villagers, especially the woman with her boy, Mm. do not like the fact that Lurbuck is coming. Um, She actually seems rather peeved. I'm going to kind of stiffen at those who scoff, but I'm just going to keep my fanatic rage at bay right now. But I am definitely checking some lists and checking them twice to find out who scoffs. I'm going to bash all night. Okay, so you guys are deciding to come back to the spot later. I had heard some people mention to yep. check the orcs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys are, are going to, just for the sake of time, we're going to say you're able to escort the villagers back to the treetop village with, like, no incidents. Uh, again, as you're walking through the forest, it's eerily quiet. You don't see many 
animals or signs of life in general. Um, some of the wood has actually started to rot almost from the inside out, it looks like. It, it seems like when you had heard about a plague from the dryads, this must have been what they were talking about. It's, the, the forest feels sick. Um, it's nothing any of you have ever seen before. This is entirely new. Um, it makes that pile of resources you found in the cave that much more odd. And, yeah, you guys get back to the village. Everybody's in the underground. Uh, the barkeep still has that bear meat over his eye. He's pouring drinks with his other hand, sliding them down the table. Uh, he's kind of looking around. Where the hell's my rag? Didn't we find that? We gave yeah, it to someone used it for something. I can't remember what it was for. We, I think Lupa used it to track the scent. Yes, who had it? One of us had it. Last I remember, Thayer Grace held it for Lupa to sniff. Yes, so I probably still have it. Okay. Is my well, well, he's kind of looking around, digging, tossing empty bottles and things from under the bar. He's like, they took my damn rag. I'm going to go up. <laughs> of all things. I'm going to go up. and. I mean, I can't blame him. It is pretty useful. <laughs> um, I'm going to go up, like, behind the bar, and I'm just going to tap him and hold it up for him. Okay. And then I'm going to... He kind of jumps a little bit. Obviously, all these people are on edge. Yeah. Plus, you're tapping him. You're pretty short, so you're probably kind of getting him near the butt. <laughs> like, yeah, on the side. Tap. Yeah, <laughs> on the side. Tap. Tap, tap, tap. Smack. <laughs> so, yeah, you kind of tap him. He jumps a little bit, and he looks behind him, and then he looks yeah. down, and he's like, oh, it's you. Yeah. Oh. We used it to track you. Thank you. He's going to blow his nose into it. Oh, <laughs> I point to, like, a bottle of, like, water. Yeah, help yourself. He just kind of hands it to you. She starts just drinking the bottle. All right. All right. Excuse me, do you have mineral water? (laughs) The fuck is a mineral? (laughs) The fuck is a water? He raises his his finger for a minute, like he's going to say something. And he goes, uh, let me go look in the back. You kind of hear some rummaging around in that, like closet area where the supplies had been in and stuff. If not, I'll take cherry wine! He comes back out with a cup of water. This'll do, thank you. How much do I owe you? That's on the house. Okay. I'm just going do to you just it. straight up drink it? Yep, I just drink it. Alright, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, you <laughs> bastards! <laughs> what did you do to my fucking water? Did he have like rocks to it or something? Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. That's a five. Ugh, you instantly feel nauseous, and as you're drinking and you look into your glass, you can tell this is definitely like filthy toilet water. Which would have indoor flooding. They're in the underground. They essentially kind of dig like a hole to reach hidden water, like under the ground. It's nasty. It's dirty. People go to the bathroom in there. It's like kind of like a Japanese toilet. Yes. What is? What is that? You asked for mineral water. Uh, I meant clean from a spring. Uh, Well, the nearest stream is just outside of town. That way. I said spring, not. 
Three? Oh, don't be such a wuss. Here. Oh, shit. Sure. Two ales, please. You have a man's drink. I can't drink alcohol. Sucks to suck. It's a celebration. I'm going to say you are, yeah. You're spitting out anything that's in your <sighs> mouth. It still feels gross. You want to throw up so bad. Can I have, like, a cup of tea or Can something? Can I just hand them, like, an ale? Yeah, go ahead. Just yeah. try it. Drink it. I okay. can't. I can't drink alcohol. Azuta Zoo forbids it. There's no alcohol in it. Lurbuck kind of overhears that. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you just lost well, your follower. It's true. Azuta Zoo does not allow the drinking of alcohol, spirits. He does not allow the drinking of certain coffees oh, or I'm certain out. teas yeah. unless they're herbal tinctures. Uh, he does allow for water, uh, a drink called cherry wine, which isn't really wine because it's not fermented and does not contain any alcohol. It's just mainly crushed cherry juice with a little bit of a spritzer water. Um, other than that, um, drinks are completely off the table when it comes to being an acolyte of a zoo zoo So, Lurbuck, get this straight. <laughs> yes. Lurbuck, pray a zoo zoo bring Narg back. Yes. Narg hate Lurbuck and die. Yes. Lurbuck Lurbuck go to drink. Azutazu say no. Azutazu say no. Alcohol is bad. It's sinful. (laughs) Says who? Says Azutazu. I just said. Bless you. Is there any bourbon? (laughs) Anyone else have God that allow drink? No, I am not losing you, Lurbuck. I worked very hard to get you. Lurbuck had long day. Lurbuck having a drink. You'll have to go through cleansing in the morning. Tiffle hand him a drink. Okay, go, buddy. Fine, but he goes through a cleansing (laughs) in the morning. He's just, like, gulping this down, drowning out shoulders. Like, Chris is going to start playing, like, kind of like a melancholy song on her piano flute. Because she's just kind of feeling sad. It's very nice. People are definitely vibing it. They enjoy the mood that it sets in here. Um, Yes. How long did it take to get back to the village? A million years. A little bit. Maybe over an hour or so. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask if I could ask the mouse a question, but I don't want to recast. Um... Okay. <laughs> Would you have asked her this question on the way here? Probably. Then just go ahead and do it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to ask her what happened to the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lacey. <laughs> okay. So, quick, quick, quick question. Yeah. Uh, is this, like, a house you had for the in, with the druids? With your family? Yes. The okay. druids. Yeah. Well... The other druid went deeper into the forest. They were trying to save it. I'm not really sure what happened to them. They told us to come look for you. They said that only you could help. Okay. She's the chosen one. (laughs) I see you found some new friends. Yeah. They're something, huh? Maybe these are the friends the Druids were talking about. What did you say? Maybe these are the friends the Druids were talking about. Can you tell me more about what the other Druids were 
talking about? Well, I don't know. You know, they get in their circle and they talk, 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 talk in that weird language that I don't know how you guys all understand it. But there was a lot of chanting, and from what I could pick out, they were talking about something about how there's going to be a group of people who's going to help you. All okay? They said that you, you and your friends are the only hope. I hope it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was thinking that too! Don't shame me. No, I have no shame. I freaking love Leia. Queen of the universe. Space mom. So. Yeah. My head hurts. Aaron's head hurts. Oh, sorry. No. Would you like some Andy's girlfriend? No, not actually. It's just a lot of processing. Because, like, none of you understand what's happening. I'm squeaking over in a corner. Squeak, squeak, squeaker! Like, while we're walking. Squeaking! So, you guys are all preoccupied while we're on the way back, and Traith is just squeaker squeaking mm-hmm. with this mouse. So, so yeah, that's kind of unusual. You'll want to know more about that as well. And what else was I doing? Is anyone else? I know you're playing a melancholy song. Other people were drinking. Lurbuck is... Drinking. Yes, and now you have now you have a goal to earn his you know love and faith yeah. in a zoo to zoo back. So that's something you're working towards. Well, we're here at the at the we're in a bar, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just a Tretha is processing okay. what she and Lacey talked about on the way over. Okay. And as that's you're sitting there processing, a woman is gonna approach you, Tretha. Um, she. Everyone seems to have kind of been avoiding her. Her hair's a little frazzled. She's got layers of like a very, you know, like a typical tavern wench kind of dress on uh, in a variety of patterns that clash and most people wouldn't wear together. It's very vibrant and colorful also. A bit unusual, um, but definitely tattered and uh, worn. So they're very old fabrics. Uh, So they may have lost some of the vibrance that they once had. And she's going to come up to you. And she grabs you by the hand, and as she does that, she immediately just kind of starts looking at your palm. And she doesn't say anything. She's just kind of tracing lines on your hand. This bitch cray cray. Do I notice this? I mean, are you paying attention to... No. Trace is just sitting at the bar. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, trying, to, trying to get another nervous. drink to get this taste of... Toilet out my mouth. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, she's just tracing shapes and stuff on your hand. She's tracing shapes. Mm-hmm. Do I detect it as a language? Um. Or can I tell that she's like trying to write letters? Make an insight check. <laughs> Actually, I like making arcana check. Magic is involved. Maybe. Unnatural twenty. Um, she is reading your palm. It's not necessarily a language, Mm. but it it involves some kind of divination. That's what I thought it was out game. Mm Hmm. Hmm. Yes, yes, yes. You've joined them now. Hmm. What do you see? She smiles at you. It's a very big, toothy smile. Um, 
She's not necessarily ugly, but she's not inherently beautiful either. She's got kind of like a big nose, and her hair has started to gray. Yeah, her hair started to gray, and uh, overall, it seems she's much like her clothes. You can tell there was a vibrance there once, yeah. but she's gotten aged and withered, much like her um, her wardrobe. And so she smiles at you with that big toothy smile, and she pulls a deck of cards out of her pocket. Mm -hmm. And what I would like you to do is take these, oh. and I want you to think really, really hard as Tretha about oh, a question you want to know. This is... Shuffle them up for me a little bit, please. And then if you'd like to cut the deck, you may do so. Oh my god, this is so fucking awesome. Thanks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty lit, yeah. The last time I used tarot cards in a D&D setting, it was the These are not the D&D &D tarot cards. They're right. not, and oh, they're not, not the, the deck Taroka. of many things. Yeah, they're not the tarot, and they're not the deck of many things. They're... Right. Just regular old Why would you play with that thing? I say while I get Mine too! Thank you. We, we need it. Yes. Yes. Alright, and have you cut the deck? Alright, which one do you want to top? She wants you to think about your question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Demira? Same, go. Same thing. I have to pull this up real quickly for myself. And at what you see on the card is what you can you can look at this, Aaron. But yeah, it's a rabble of five young men, literally up in arms. Um, yeah, they're complete with swords and scabbards. It's two of them facing off against three rebels in street clothes. Two of them are soldiers. All five combatants are clenching their fists and raising their batons. Behind them, a stone wall separates the fighting men from lush and verdant rolling hills. The scenic vista stands in stark contrast to the dirt-packed courtyard, where the echo of shouts and the clatter of batons ricochets through the air. The peace and quiet of the countryside would be lost on them anyway. The men are young and strong, and they have a score to settle. So... Once, um, as you're looking at this, the woman is, is humming and hawing a bit, and she says, you've reached the point of no return. You're in too far to turn back now, so you must keep going. And it, she continues to look over it, and it's kind of, she's, hol she's holding the card now, like her hand is placed over it, and she closes her eyes, and she's just kind of feeling an energy. And she says that uh, there's struggle, there's miscommunication, there's the unknown. And uh, she said, only you can bring discipline and structure to the chaos. And she continues kind of muttering to herself a little bit. And she opens her eyes suddenly and she says that you must be ready. You are with them now, yes? Your team. Are they here? I, I sense I sense that you that you are close, that it is almost near. She's fuck? speaking in very vague, weird sentences. It's very unusual. 
She says she just keeps muttering about chaos and struggle and strife. But so she does that and then she kind of like comes out of it a little bit. She pops the card back into the deck and she starts shuffling and she says, well, where are they? Where are who? Your companions. Oh, um, well, I, I, I guess they're all just kind of hanging around here. Hmm. She looks around. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. You. <laughs> Her hand is shaking. She's pointing out. She's reaching out at you. She comes rushing over to you. Um, what the fuck? She immediately has her hands on her shoulders and she's like, yes, 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 you are the one that I've seen. There is darkness in you. Yeah, no shit. And you hear a bitch in your ear go, she's fucking crazy! (laughs) (laughs) The one professor from Harry Potter with the glass that came out. Trelawney. Trelawney. Yes. She goes, pick a card, pick a card. And she's shuffling them in her hands quickly. And if you'd like, you may take the cards from her and shuffle them well. And if you would like to cut the deck, you may. And again, try to think as Dark Strider and think. This is fucking awesome! Also, I'm gonna straight up throw out there that these cards are not preset. They are actually shuffling the deck. They are actually getting real pulls here. Um, yeah, I'm a little shook. Or a lot shook. Yeah, well, I mean, we can talk after. Yeah. And there's going to be more about your reading. I'll give some detailed things about. Alright. Just going to flip the card. Ooh. Major Arcana. Oh, fuck. And she starts muttering, 16, 16. Okay, sorry, I got to actually find it. In my little book here. Yep, and you have pulled the tower, but it's reversed. Oh shit! That's and when not, a face card is pulled out game, when a when a major arcana is pulled, it usually is a major decision, uh, mm-hmm. a potentially life altering situation. It is very important advice. And if the tower is reversed, that means destruction is coming So as she way. pulls this card, it's in reverse, which means the card is upside down, which is the opposite of the way that Traitha's card had been pulled. And it says, Sparks swirl and fly heavenward as a blazing inferno consumes an old stone church. Tongues of flames have burned through the roof and jets of fire explode through the arched windows. The lower windows are boarded up and the foundation is overgrown with brush and weeds. The conflagration casts the entire churchyard into shadow. The building looks eerily human with blazing eyes and a mouth open in a primal scream of rage and pain. The smoke and silent screams draw birds that circle low on the horizon like vultures. And in reverse, this card, she starts muttering a jumble of words very, very quickly. And she says, oppression, adversity, imprisonment, and tyranny. So, like a bolt from the blue, the tower illustrates the collapse of a structure you thought was safe. Like a relationship, a home, or a career, it can symbolize a loss of faith, the destruction of false ideas and beliefs, a purge, or an intervention. It might be a rude awakening, but it's also a call to consciousness. 
Even in a worst-case scenario, the tower experience is one of purging, purification, and self-preservation. When an old structure is torn down, renovation can begin. An unexpected eviction is also a chance to start fresh, free of encumbrances. Ultimately, the tower is a card of liberation and release. Interesting. And she smiles. Yeah. And she says, you're trapped. <laughs> Fuck. No, I'm not. I wasn't talking to you. Oh! Oh! Bitch! Literally. (laughs) (laughs) That's creepy. She kind of pats you on the head a little bit. And this little old lady, now she's reaching out. She's like, who's next? Who's next? Where are the others? There is in a corner. (laughs) Halcarin. I am still scraping my fucking Halcarin is... That was an uncanny card to pull, by the way. I got chills. At, at this point, I'm probably like a few drinks deep, and I'm having whiskey and bourbon. Okay. So I'm probably we'll come over here and take bit. the deck of cards. Yeah, girl. So I'm just like, all right, I'll play a game. And again, I say, I'm shook. <laughs> Shiver me timbers in the yo ho ho. Y'all don't un- understand what that card means for the question that was in my brain. Okay. Ooh, we've I got another. We've got another reversal. Cool. Yes, we can pause. We'll be back in a moment. Continue. Okay, and we're back. Uh, Derek Stark, Derek Darkstrider, kind of was able to listen to his read, and the fortune teller was letting him sit on that a little bit, and she uh, she moved on to Halcarin, and he pulled his card, and he got the Nine of Pentacles reversed. So it says a redheaded dancer sits at a dressing table, brushing her chestnut hair. Her mirror is framed with yellow ribbons tied into bows like corsages and bouquets. Oddly enough, her eyes are closed. She doesn't need to see her reflection to smooth her curls. From where we stand, we can't see her face either. She could be a stand-in for any one of us. This is the dancer's time to prepare for her performance, not just physically, but mentally too. While she does her clothing, hair, and makeup, she steadies her nerves. She rehearses each step in her mind and feels her movements as if she were already on stage. Before a show, dressing rooms are beehives of activity. When she's seated in front of her mirror, though, with her eyes closed and her hands gliding through familiar motions, she's just as alone with her thoughts as she would be in a private garden. Um, so it says, normally the Nine of Pentacles is a card of comfort and prosperity. It describes good fortune and good management. When it comes up in a reading, you probably have a history of putting yourself in the right place at the right time and making the most of every opportunity. You also know how to make the most of your natural gifts and talents as well as your time alone. If the card is reversed, it's time to invest in yourself, if only for your peace of mind. And then it says reverse, which the fortune teller will repeat. Loneliness, restlessness, squander, and waste. And she she looks to you and she says, You are not a waste. I'm just gonna kind of like start blowing my mm-hmm. drink in my glass and look down at it. You must miss her. What the fuck? At that point, I'm just gonna like kind of get up off the table mm-hmm. and leave. Okay. And on that note, she'll kind of nod. She knew you were going to. And on that note, she's gonna look around. She's gonna see Thera Grace playing her little ditty over there. In the sadness. 
On the seventh. Is it an instrumental piece? Yeah. Yeah. This pan flute. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And so she'll kind of tap you on the shoulder. Hmm. (laughs) Grace is just kind of like. She's just gonna, kind of like. So I shuffle it, and then I just take one. Mm -hmm. You shuffle it. You think as Thayer Grace, you can think of a question or a subject pertinent to her and or her future. You're going to shuffle them. Yep, mix them all up real good. You may cut the deck if you wish, and then we will pull the top card. Also, if you guys are digging this, I'd love to incorporate this more into sessions, but I really like it. Thank you. All right. Another reverse. Hmm. Yes! <laughs> Pretty much. I like it. Oh, this is the page, I believe. Page. Let me check that real fast. Yep, Page of Cups reverse. So then, she looks at the card. A dashing young man stands in a field of wildflowers, raising his glass in a welcoming toast. He's wearing a shirt unbuttoned to the chest. His sleeves are rolled up and a vest covers his broad shoulders. Leather pants cinch his slim waist and hips. He seems to be inviting someone to walk with him through the hills and fields where the dotted clouds roll across the sky and the intoxicating scent of poppies fills the air. If you're in the mood for a stroll, you should go. The exercise could be good for you. And then it says, still waters run deep, and the page of cups is a bottomless font of dreams and heartfelt desires. He swims through oceans of emotion where sentimental visions wash over him like the tide. When the page of cups appears in a tarot reading, he brings flowers and champagne. You can bask in the knowledge that you're the object of desire. If the card is reversed, his passion for you might come and go before you know what's happening. Even if it's brief, however, it will be an affair to remember. And then it says reversed fickleness, insincerity, flattery, and hypersensitivity. Shit. Yikes. Everybody just kind of sits there. She's like speechless. She doesn't mm. know what to say. She kind of raises an eyebrow at you and she says... Romantic prospect? <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. But not to worry. What? I'll figure out what it means. What? And then she looks around. She sees that she still has two people whom what? she hasn't read. There Grace crushing on Wait. somebody. Wait. What? <laughs> it doesn't necessarily just mean that. I gotta do some... This is just what this book says. There's more meanings to it, in which I'll get more into later. I'm gonna have some, like, out-game talks with people and kind of talk about their question. Tip their grace. <laughs> TT! <laughs> It'll be an affair to remember. <laughs> out-game, I have to tell you something. Oh! oh! Shit! What? We discussed it. Okay. What the All right, all right, all right. Fuck? Who wants to be read next? Please. Oh, there's there's hands going. All right. She, I mean, we're right next to each other. Yeah, so like, she kind of. Oh, decide amongst yourselves. Odds evens. Evens. Even. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, Grabs evens. It's a one. Woo! 
Alright, Jolda. I'll humor you, mistress, but I already know my future. Azutazum is going to lead me to the path of prophecy. I will reign as his prophet supreme and unite the world under his banner of religion. Then you have nothing to fear. Of course I don't. <laughs> Just going to... Shuffle them up. You may cut the deck if you wish. And I will do Kitten's card if she wishes to have one drawn next time. So as that way she actually gets to pull her own card. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll do that at the beginning of the like session. Come out, like in the middle of the day or whatever. Like it's going to be like that generic like... You good? Oh, Horrible yeah. 80s, like, Which one did you movie, want on top? Like, hair flip, um, but it's just this, like, beard or whatever. <laughs> like, and I'm like, <gasps> this one. Alright. Three, Three of cups. cups. No, the penis is my heart. <laughs> 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 Smart. Alright. In the words of heart, you're sploosh. <laughs> Three silver goblets stand on a rocky bluff, toasting the gods of sea and sky. Beneath them, waves roll and crash against the shoreline while a low ridge of clouds drifts on the horizon. Both the clouds and the cliffs reflect the orange light of the sun. The goblets show that celebration is in progress, windblown and primal. They're filled with wine to toast a great success. Maybe it's cherry wine for you. She'll chime in (laughs) with a raised eyebrow. Uh... They mark the beginning of a project or its successful conclusion. On a sadder occasion, the cups can be instrumental in drowning one's sorrows as well. And it says, bless you, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. We don't have to. The Three of Cups is a card of harmony and celebration. When it appears in a tarot reading, an evening with friends is overdue. Organize a gathering and toast the good fortune you had in finding each other. If the card is reversed, keeps the gathering small and intimate. So it's uh, parties, revelries, festivals, and social events. Holy shit, Snacks. That is fucking dope. That is fucking dope. And she says, enjoy. I'm just going to look over it. I knew it! I knew it! Praise be the God! Hold on, you're you're being a little bit too loud. What's the hullabaloo about? I'll tell you in the morning. I gotta go to bed because my face hurts like hell. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Tiff. Uh, Are you gonna let her read your fortune? Yeah, I suppose so. You may shuffle the cards, you can mix them all up, however you wish, and then you may cut the deck if you wish as well. That was fucking crazy, holy shit! Yeah, that was a big. Wow. That guy's peeking out. Is that your card you're going to go with? Mm-hmm. All right. And you were holding it like this, correct? Correct. Okay. So it's reversed for me as I read it. All right. It looks like the Empress, if I'm not mistaken. You must forgive me. I'm using my Impressionist deck in which I can't always see what it is right off the bat. Yep, it is the Empress reversed. Mm. Ooh. There are women who win love and affection simply by walking into a room. Artists like Maria Callas, Sarah Bernhardt, and Isadora Duncan. They inspire undying devotion, gracing us with memories of their beauty long after they leave this earthly plane. 
They are all luminous spirits from the Empress's realm of music, theater, and dance. They are ever-present and immortal. This sounds very afterlife-y. Mm. We find the Empress wherever we experience the beauty of art. We see her on stage and screen, hear her voice on waves of sound, and recognize her touch in the marble halls of galleries and museums. Like Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, the Empress is everywhere we look. In the Empress card, she invites us to join her in a ballroom that sparkles with chandeliers and champagne. She is a picture of elegance in a formal gown, full-length gloves, and a glittering gold tiara. Behind her, stylish men and women mingle, chatting and sipping their drinks. The Empress's eyes are warm and her smile is gently knowing. The lyric sapphire at her throat reflects the splendor of her voice. She holds a silver key in her right hand and she welcomes us into a world of wonder. Like Venus, the Empress is fond of fresh flowers, fine wine, and five-star dining. She creates a life of sumptuous opulence that reflects her romantic ideals. When she glides into a tarot reading, she gently reminds you that your physical surroundings serve as a reflection of your personal values, too. If you see a disparity between the life you want and the life you've created for yourself, it's time to make a correction. If this card is reversed, you struggle to conceive new ideas or bring them into fruition. Reversed, it's creative chaos, creative blocks, uh, miscarriage, and stillbirth. Shit. Oh, fuck. So it's a pretty serious card That's when heavy. reversed. It is a very feminine and like beauty inspired card. The way that I would immediately interpret that for Tiff is I mean, it's talking about the beauty of nature and your connection with Arborobus and seeing him kind of all around you. Um, but since it's reversed and there's chaos and you're having, you're struggling to bring new ideas into it we'll get we'll get more in depth with it and stuff too i'll talk to you a bit but uh nature is in chaos at the moment mm -hmm. and He's you're line, you're man. not quite sure where to go to find the gods and you've been struggling on how to bring them back so that is immediately what i would be drawn to think i want to think of it in the literal sense of a romantic prospect more so as in a nature one unless <laughs> unless <laughs> <laughs> hmm. but i will i outgame will be happy to go over more about your cards with you guys and oh, if yeah. you want to share the question your character was thinking i would love to know me personally just to kind of see what i can kind of work with for your backgrounds for those but so the woman reads all your fortunes and then she looks around and she does one more and she's doing it in front of herself this time hmm There. And then after well, yeah, this, we'll end it. That is kind of funny. I didn't even think that. Yeah, uh, that I did kind of like chuckle at that in my head a bit too. Mm -hmm. Fem a feminine card for a feminine name. Right. Son of a bitch! Seven of Wands. Seriously, it's been almost six years. And still. Four of Cups. Oh, what? What? Okay. Oh, six. And the Magician. Ooh. Okay, 
obviously very tired. I would say because also, also all the time I'll do like drum cadences and shit. And all that. Not obviously that wasn't put in my head. So what's going on? No, you were doing the, the movie intro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tired apparently. She said she's kind of hmm, pouring over the cards here and she's thinking she's doing a read for you as a group. Oh. She will tell you. And she's oh. doing a three card spread, which includes your past, present, and future, oh. and your physical, mental, and spiritual state Lovely. as a unit. So, so the first card, which is the past and physical card here, is the Seven of Wands. So we're going to flip to that. <laughs> it says, we stand in the courtyard of a French country home at the top of a gently rising hill. Sculpted walkways wind through a grove of seven trees and dappled sunlight dances in the leaves. It's interesting also that we've gotten some, all of these cards feature a tree in some way. That's interesting. And hmm, that's interesting. Still just confirmed. <laughs> just saying. Realm of Naturai, that's very interesting. But yeah, so dappled sunlight dances in the leaves. The front door is open to welcome visitors and the parted shutters let sunlight and fresh air inside. This is someone's dream home designed for entertaining. It's shaded by a green... Br- oh, I'm getting spooked now. <laughs> it's shaded by green branches and cooled by a gentle breeze. It is comfortably furnished inside and out. It's also easily secured for privacy or safety. The trees are a fence. The windows are easily fortified, and the heavy door, when it's closed and locked, is impenetrable. So this was your past card. Oh, dear. That was also your physical realm. If a man's home is his castle, the Seven of Wands is a bastion of safety and strength. Invaders may storm the fortress, but they can't breach the sanctuary. Symbolically speaking, a house is a metaphor for the physical body, the dwelling place of the soul. When you're strong and well-built, you can withstand almost any attack, spiritual, emotional, intellectual, or physical. It means courage, advantage, positioning, and success. Seven life and seven secrets guard behind iron fences. What's interesting... Is there are seven of you? I know. It's also dealing with trees and nature, and your past uh-huh. and physical realm was safety, and it was secure, and it was lush, and it was green. So this was your past. We're moving more into your present now, which is four of cups and your mental state. So we're gonna move into the cups. A man sits alone on a picnic blanket, shaded by branches we cannot see. He has enough glasses for a party of four, but he is drinking alone. His head is bowed and his hands are folded in his lap. The rest of the meadow is sunny, but he is in shadow. Hmm. Shadows. Darkness. Hmm. He looks dejected, disappointed, and disenchanted. All is not lost, however, while he rests underneath the oldest, tallest tree in the meadow. Young elms and poplars promise years of future happiness and growth. And it says, The figure in the Four of Cups seemed drained, listless, and uninspired. In a reading, upright or reversed, the card could be a literal sign of disenchantment that could sour you to new possibilities. It's a bittersweet image, but it's not without promise. There is beauty even in sadness, even if you need a period of quiet reflection before you carry on. Renewal, rejuvenation, restoration, and refreshment. So, hmm, she's going to nod and say, yes, yes. This is ultimately like what you need to do and the path that you should take is what she's gathering from it. So... 
you, your home was once this this place, this realm, and all of you once were whole and safe. And that was the past. And now you are losing hope and you're in shadow, but it's telling you that there is hope. And it's one person, but as, as I mentioned, he has four cups. And then the final card, which is your future and spiritual card, is the Magician, which is the number one card in the deck. Magician has a lot of significance. So we're going to pull back to that. It says, a red-cloaked magician stands behind a table in a wooded clearing, a rushing stream behind him. His gaze is intense and unflinching, and the air is heavy with anticipation. The magician is a conductor for celestial energy. I'm not making this up. This is literally just right off the page. I'm... What the fuck? Wow. Okay. And he's about to summon the infinite powers of the universe. He wears a green tunic wrapped with a snakeskin belt. He holds a wand in his right hand. Like an extension of his own body, it's a channel for the cosmic forces of fire, water, air, and earth. Like, <laughs> I don't know, a bunch of my other realms of Omnia? That too. What up? The rustic table in front of him, fashioned from live tree roots and a stone slab, holds three additional talismans, a cup, a pentacle, and a sword, like the emblems of the minor arcana cards brought together. And whenever the magician appears, the atmosphere becomes electric. What spirits will he summon? What dreams will he convey? What magic will he create? When the magician materializes in a tarot reading, it's a call to make room for magic in your life, too. You have the power to transform the world through the sheer grit and determination. You could even create a new reality. When the card is reversed, however, your energy is blocked or impeded. Don't try to force the flow of events. Ease up and let nature take its course. This card was not reversed, so you can ignore that last part. Okay. It says that with your sheer grit and determination, your future, you have the power to transform the world. Damn, this is crazy. Uh, talent, skill, willpower, direction, flow, and control. Whoa. Holy shit, we will walk as gods mm-hmm. upon this earth. I don't know yeah. if I would interpret that you walk as gods, but there is definitely yeah. some mentions of celestial energy. So those, <laughs> we gods. those who are religious and as they hear her talking about this, um, that and the, the cards mentioning hope, like to have hope in the present and that your future involves celestial energy and it involves perseverance and working together and bringing everything together and that you can essentially save this reality. Uh, you will find comfort in that. This feels, especially Tiff, I'll say this feels like you feel a, a connection with this, even though it's some weird cards. There's something about this lady that just, you almost feel the god's magic working through her. Mm-hmm. Azuchazu. Yeah, you of course are, are just all Azuchazu. Like, you're just, this for you is just a confirmation that you're right. <laughs> like in, in your head, that's how you take it. Um, I'll say Halker, and this also resonates with you a lot as you've dealt I with prophecy. 
Oh, you left? You, I didn't know you, you left. left. Yeah, I said I because I was home. upset after yeah. she said the thing. Okay, well I'm sorry. That's okay. Then I redact that. If they sorry, share it, if they share it with you, then maybe you will feel prophecy. But we'll see if they share it with you. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, yeah. So she kind of reads your cards and she sighs, and you feel that energy just kind of leave her. And she says, "It was my job to tell you, and now my job is done." And she's gonna kind of look at you all as if to see if there's any remaining questions you have for her really quickly. I'm just going to sort of squee with the light and just head back up to the room and say, I'm surprised you didn't ask her if she's been sent by Azuzu or some shit. Um... I'll go, I'll go. Wait, I, wait, wait. Can I get a reminder of what she said to me? You had the five of wands. So uh-huh. Your specific card or the, the group read? Mine. I will reread it for you here really quickly just because I don't want to like misquote. I'll paraphrase though. So it involves five men up in arms. Two of them are essentially soldiers and two, three of them are rebels. And they're, they have swords and scabbers, but they're fighting with batons. Um... A stone wall separates the fighting men from lush and verdant rolling hills. The scenic vista stands in stark contrast to the dirt-packed courtyard. Um, the peace and quiet of the countryside would be lost on them anyway. The men are young and strong. They have a score to settle. Uh, strife, struggle, competition, chaos. Um, you either need to refine your own leadership skills or be willing to serve as a member of a team. Keep your cool and watch your temper. Before you can control others, you must control yourself. Um, this card is a card of struggle and miscommunication. The embattled troops desperately need the discipline and structure that Saturn can bring. Um. If I remember correctly, she said something about, like, you're the one who will control the chaos or something. Yeah. She mentioned you and your companions in a group. And Lacey also mentioned the druids saying something Mm -hmm. very similar. Yeah, she did. I, I swear to God I didn't plan this. You sure? I, sure? You shuffled the cards and drew the top card. Power was in you. You did this to yourself. Do you secretly know magic tricks and you're not telling me? I wish I did. I wish I did, but no, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't fake a tarot read. That is This is why I wanted to do this, incorporate it in D and D. I think it's super it. cool. This is holy shit snacks. This also gives Trade me so many ideas. Trade was losing it. Um, okay. Chul is going to turn around as uh, they're I literally could the not stairs. have like handpicked a better prophecy, by the and, way. And yeah. I'm going to say, wait, who gave you this fortune? She's going to smile. Disappear. She disappears. Bitch! I'm just going to take it as that's something a Zutazu would do. What would a Zutazu do? I will say she also kind of turns on her heel a little bit as she does it. Oh, sassy snap. Such a more, Zutazu. More as in like apparition in the Harry Potter universe. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Love that for her. Such a Zutazu. Not, not quite, but like a. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm, getting I'm just going to look and be like, it's a sign! It's a sign! It's just gonna get another drink. It's a sign! And I'm going to 
passed out on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Was there anything else really more pressing that the group wanted to do that is still here? I think we should take a little rest. I think we're like Gucci gang gang. Oh yeah, we're resting tonight. So yeah, Oh yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, everybody gets the, to we need the everybody gets a rest. long, long rest. Good, good. The deep sleep. And you've been, you've been told that you're now like your your residents of the treetop village. Yeah, you're welcome to to stay here whenever you need. So, um, yeah. So everybody got a read. We got a mouse. Yeah. We had and lost an acolyte. Um, tune in in three weeks to see where the property leads from here. Woo! And thank you very much. Have a good night. Actually, next week. Bye.